It's so casual today that I'm the only one here <laughs> right now. Um, but that's okay. It's been a crazy week. Um, a little bit of a review because sometimes it can be really frustrating being a podcaster who does a live show. I have a, uh, a knack of having all tech issues when it's a really important guest. I don't remember who the guest was like a year ago uh, when I was sort of just starting out and it was a, it was a pretty big guest and, and the, the, the audio for that other person was so bad and it just like, I was like drenched with cold sweats. Um, earlier this week I had the DOC on. The DOC is the co-founder of Death Row Records with Suge Knight and with um, Dr. Dre. Um, and uh, he got in a bad accident when he was he, he put out in 1989. He put out uh, his his debut solo album, um, which sold I think something like five million copies. And here it is right here. No one could do it better. And he was about to blow like he was going to be one of those dudes that that could have been on like the Mount Rushmore of hip hop. Wait, it's so casual today that I drowned. So you, you might see dirty dishes, but that's okay. It's casual Friday. Uh, and the idea behind, or sorry, the, the, the way that um, his career kind of got thrown off kilter um, was he got in a car accident. And it wasn't even the accident that made his, um, that, that kind of ruptured his vocal cords. It was when they put in the feeding tube. They had to move stuff aside to get that in so that he'd live. And that's what messed up his vocal cords. So, but anyways, his, um, his audio was pretty bad. It's so funny. Like rappers, <laughs> I pulled together a little bit. It's always the rappers. Um, yeah, so you can't use a, a phone or a tablet and don't use Safari. Other than that, you're good. So DOC shows up walking around with an iPhone on Safari. And that's probably the best result that I've had um, with a person using all the tech that he shouldn't use. Um, there is a, there's kind of a neat satisfaction that you get for interviewing someone that you remember writing their name on your notebook when you're a kid. Um, and I wrote, I remember write, I remember vividly writing the DOD in grade eight on my notebook, along with like a hundred other rap groups that I knew at the time that I was, that I was listening to. And, uh, and it's weird. It's weird. Um, it's weird to interview them and talking to them before the show and then, uh, hitting them up with texts and stuff after the show. It was just like, yeah, it was a good time. Um, who else did we have? We had Emma Pruden on last night talking about kink and polyamorous relationships. Um, which, I think scare the hell out of me. Like, I don't think I'd be able to do that. I, uh, she was great though. 
she has a uh, a good like a good way of communicating. Uh, I was happy that the um, show didn't sort of degrade. I, I I guess I have myself to thank for not being an idiot for once. But I I, I didn't want the show to degrade into jokes, and I wanted to actually have a serious conversation. And I think we did uh, for about an hour. And also, I made an announcement yesterday that uh, that the Simpsons producer Michael Price, uh, who's been with the Simpsons since like 1992, I believe, he's like written like 250 episodes or something like that. He is coming on the show. I was a month off. <laughs> okay, um, he's coming on March uh, 13th, not February 13th. So I fucked that up. So for those who want to see Michael Price, you'll get to see him. Just not for a month. And yeah, um, I've been thinking a lot lately about maybe not doing this or trying to do this daily. Uh, it, it, it burns me out. And it's not doing the show. This is easy. Although it's easier when you have a co-host. Ryan Lindley couldn't be here because he's got a hot water crisis at home or something. Um, and Spenny's going to be here any second. But it is... Um, a little tiring to to it's the booking of the guests. I I can't I can't even stress how how crazy it is. It's no wonder that people that have TV shows don't do any of that shit. They just like wait, they go on, they do their thing, and then they leave, and that's pretty much it for them. Um, you know they might do a couple of uh. Oh, I got a text. Hold on, I have a text. Everybody, is it important? Is it important? What do you think? No, apparently I'm. Uh, I just was asked to run for mayor. That's that was that text. I'm not going to run for mayor. I did that once. I got like no, I got like 800 votes. But in my defense, I told everyone not to vote. I said that the only reason I was voting was to encourage young people to vote. It was the same uh, election that Rob Ford won. And uh, yeah, so 800 people didn't listen to a word I said. That just goes to show you that you could literally be anybody. Um. And, and run a campaign from your laptop in your kitchen and tell people, don't vote for me. And 800 people will still somehow vote for you. <laughs> Someone just told me to eat balls. <laughs> Not eating balls. Um, here's the link. If anyone wants to come in, you're more than welcome to. Um, I want to show pictures because I am... This is my favorite one. Um, there's a girl I call Shrooms Girl, and uh, whenever I am on Mushrooms and I am going through Facebook and I see her, um, she glows like no other thing glows when I'm on Shrooms. And um, she's gorgeous. But the reason why I want to have her on is not because she's gorgeous. It's because she's gorgeous, and she is like one of the most marvelous painters I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, I'm going to grab a photo now that I'm doing this because... I think it's worth uh, it's worth pointing out that I'm I'm not just like trying to you know hit on some girl that I've never actually met before. We talk now though, like you know I'm uh, we 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 have uh, we, we have a rapport now, I believe. And um, but her paintings are just exquisite, and I can't seem to find. Any, and now my Facebook just shut down. This is the worst. Casual Friday, you're getting a little too casual. Oh, there's a, there's one. Hold on, hold on. I got her. I got her. I got her. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so this is one of her paintings. And I don't know. 
it's weird to me. It's always a, I know it sounds stupid, but it's always kind of a juxtaposition to have um, a person who's like ridiculously gorgeous, but also like a super good artist. Like this isn't like you know dollar store shit. Like she's she's awesome, and this is like not even like one or even close to being one of her best. But she, I don't know, it's it's weird, and she's got all those tattoos and shit. I don't know. She's just like really creative. Anyway, she's also notoriously shy, you know, despite the fact that she has a bunch of photos like that. But she's shy about talking. So that's one of those things that it's like, you know, I, now it's a challenge. So I told her I was going to challenge her to come on. I got her permission to use her pictures and everything like that. And she said, no problem. So um, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see if Shroom's girl comes. I, I gave her a link for tonight, too, but I don't think she's going to use it. And look who it is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I'm echoing. Sorry. I'm echoing. Oh, one sec. I didn't put, I my, didn't background put my background up. up. I'm still I'm echoing. Still echoing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not allowed to talk yet. Even though, even though I can't wait. Echo. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That's better. Sorry. I text, uh, yeah. I text Ryan Lindley at, uh, I don't know what time it was, like 3 o'clock, and I'm like, uh, good night. Five. And you're, and you're like, no, but you're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you got going on? And I'm like, oh, I think Spenny's coming or whatever it was. And then like two hours later, he's like, fuck, I'm going to take a knee. <laughs> well, it was for a good reason. And I averted a flood in my basement, but oh. you're still kind of iffy on the hot water at this point. And I'm not a plumber. Oh, <laughs> so I think I should probably give up while I'm still ahead. You know, th- everything is a Sopranos episode. Tackle it tomorrow. I know it's that's exactly that's what was going through my head too. As I'm like, I was taking this, it's that stupid temperature regulator valve thing is all fucked up. So I was like, and as I'm doing it, I'm like, Mr. Ruggiero's neighborhood. Why don't I have a Mr. Ruggiero? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have a Mr. Spenny. Hey, Spenny. Oh, hey. Oh my God, it's painter Spenny. You look like a painter. Yeah, I'm wearing a headband or an '80s fitness guru. (laughs) Hardly is. Right, uh, uh, you would have been very proud of me, Ryan. I made uh, a beautiful shrimp fried rice today. Ooh, I like it. It was very good. Very good. How are you, boys? We're doing well. How how are you? I'm not well. I didn't know I was going to be on, and I am out of booze. But anyways, that's not a good thing. No, it's not. You don't have booze, like just laying around the house. I got my wife's got some of those sugary. I think they're called hay alls. Like. They're disgusting. Hey, I can't. I hate. Sounds like moonshine. Yeah, I hate sugary. <laughs> I hate sugary stuff. Um, I want to play something because I want to talk to you about something. Um, that uh, you posted this, and now I'm wondering if you were like a fan or not. So I'm gonna post this clip, and then sure. we'll come back. backstage, man. <laughs> you know, and I'm you not know dropping my pants in front of other men. But go ahead. <laughs> well, how'd you get the job? <laughs> You know what it is? The thing that there's a lack of respect that comes. You know, wrestling is a great form of entertainment for the family. 30 years. 30 years I've been fighting pro. I started WrestleMania. I started Stargate. I watched this gentleman here rise to fame. Bobby Heenan's been solid in our business forever. This lady here has brought a crowd in my life because we we give our lives. It's, uh, the reason I took my pants off, I have a titanium hip. Five years now. My rotator cuff is broken, etc., etc. We got guys that go out there and they pour their hearts out. Promoters take advantage of them, and A and E does something. Just wrestling's phone 
And so if some wrestler goes on there and says they do this and that, but you never see that wrestler on top wrestling main event anywhere, all he's doing is prostituting himself on camera and telling a bunch of secrets that are all lies. And when we walk in, we're not appreciated for the athletes and the honest people that we really are. I I'm going to play the whole thing because it just kind of degrades a little bit when they start like, bickering. But were you a wrestling fan, Spenny? Yeah, uh, I, I still am. I mean, I don't really follow the new product, so I watch mostly old matches on YouTube. Um, I could wax poetic about, uh, you know, I used to go to Maple Leaf Gardens, right, when uh, Sunday Night Wrestling, it was uh, it was amazing because it was K- the kayfabe, uh, kayfabe days, and I was so young that I thought it was all real. So when I saw the Sheik, the original Sheik, not the Iron Sheik, yeah. uh, Eddie Fairhat, it scared the living bejesus out of me. Um, uh, I, I did post that today. It's three reasons. One is uh, I, I'm always impressed with uh, Roddy Piper. I think he's amazing and he's Canadian. Uh, number two, um, he kind of owns Bill Maher, and I'm a bit annoyed with Bill Maher lately. And oh. um, pardon? Why? Why are you annoyed with Bill? Maher? Uh, you know, uh, I, I think that he's. Uh, he, I, I lately, I, lately, I saw a bit he did about the this trans thing. He's sort of waging war on 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 the trans, uh, which is. You know, I don't disagree with some of what he said. I just think that it's dangerous because, the you know, not that his audience is necessarily yahoos, but they might start to become yahoos. He's sort of becoming uh, fashionable in the right wing circles. And I just think uh, people could get hurt, you know. Uh, that happened during COVID, I think. He uh, he really kind of yeah. took, took a right turn during COVID at the end there and then well, just kept going. Will. Yeah. yeah, but he kept, he kept seeing the success that it was bringing him for for numbers, and he's just chasing the bucks. I think that that could be true. I know someone who works with him, but uh, you know, the other thing is that you know, is it possible that trans uh, activists are just not infallible? Is that possible? <laughs> no, I I don't. I'm not saying I'm I support everything to do with the trans. Community. We're what so afraid is, to talk about trans what I, things. It's so what funny. I'm saying is that. Uh, you know, violence is happening. Uh, there's a lot of anti-Semitism. There's a lot of things going on that are really kind of dangerous and sad. And there's a billion guns in that country and a lot of people that are crazy. So I don't know. It felt very narcissistic, kind of like easy, very easy to do. And it, maybe you're right. Maybe he is uh, going for the buck, Ryan. It's, I, a, I don't... it's a snowball. It, it's You're right. I, I, I totally agree. And it's funny how you find one that, and, and, and I hate it, but it's true. You, you can lump certain extreme sides to to one side or the other and wow ukraine's wrong uh trans people and gay people suck jews suck um and and trump was right about everything like it's funny how none of them are none of them ever interchange none of them ever like leave one behind it's always they're always on the bus with all that luggage (laughs) and i feel like i do feel i agree with you 100 percent. and and i think bill maher it's a bit generational as well he's sort of old school he's older than i am but I have a very uh, uh, forgiving uh, attitude towards younger generations just because, you know, they're allowed to be who they are and find their own heroes and find their own life and their own values. So I don't know. I just uh, you, I think don't, you don't think it's a symptom. You don't think it's a symptom of, of polarization like that. We've entered an age now where if we find out a right winger thinks something, it might look sensible on paper. But because the right winger says it, we're just automatically like, well, that's got to be hateful. No, I don't. I, I it, well, it's it's sort of hateful, I guess. Again, my my only concern is uh, because I I don't disagree with everything he said mm-hmm. in this particular monologue that I saw. 
uh, or new rules or whatever, whatever segment it was on his show. I just, I really think it's dangerous. That's all. I agree with you too, though, yeah. James, you're right. I think, uh, I think it's like an automatic, like a, almost like a reflex, like a knee jerk, like immediately. Yeah. Like, like, I don't understand why we can't say things like trans women and women are equal. They all, they both groups deserve rights under the law, but they are obviously different. Yeah. <laughs> like, why we have to sit there and pretend in order to not be a bigot and it's just like wait a second but they're obviously different there, there's no like women and trans women are not in the same category but they are equal why do we have to pretend that they're in the same I, category? I look at i i don't think for example uh trans athletes should be competing with women which is you know now they it upsets people yeah. right but i don't go out of my way like bill maher with a big smarmy face and a shitload of money in his bank account <laughs> And, and yeah. you know, and, and throw that in people's faces and partially because I don't know what the answer is. I don't There's so much lies and, and dishonesty out there. Like, I don't really know if uh, what's it called? Uh, the kids are getting what are the, what's it called? Uh, uh, some kind of transitioning. Horm what? Oh, horm the hormone therapy. Pu puberty blocker. Yeah, the the puberty stats blocker. are the, I looked I looked this up. The stats are small. Yes. But there are there are there are young girls as young as 13 getting double mastectomies because. They 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 say the trend. now, uh, the problem that I have with that is just that you know Mike like I have an eight year old and a six year old, I, I'm I'm worried about them when they start learning about gender and stuff because it is not a um, a proven theory that 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 gender is a spectrum. It's an interesting theory. I think it's neat, but it's not proven. And I don't and 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 people are kind of acting like it's already done. It's etched in stone. This is clearly one plus one equals two, and never, no one. And you can't be, you can't push back even a little bit and ask questions because you're transphobic if you do that. I hate that. No, I, 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 I do too. It's just it's just Bill. He's just very smarmy. Yeah. He's funny. He's got great writers. Yeah. Uh, there's just something about the the way he carries himself uh, that bugs me. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I I met him when when I lived in in Los Angeles. I went to a club. I don't remember the name of the club. Uh, um, and I and I met him uh, at at this sort of sidebar thing. And I talked to him for like ten minutes. And um, it was funny because it was like 2009, I guess. And uh, and we were talking, and he was talking about Canada and how much he loves it and everything. And I was trying to like tell him, I'm like, you ever go to Toronto? You know, let me know and I'll hook you up with some good bud or whatever. He's like, oh, I got a guy in Toronto. <laughs> I'm just like, that's funny. But I went in. He gave me one of those like um, hand on the shoulder kind of like hug things. And wow, did he ever smell exactly like you'd think he smelled. He just smelled like weed, like like his <laughs> suit was made of like fucking marijuana or something. I was just like, wow, you're you're, you're like exactly what I thought you'd smell like. And he's like, thank you. you know, here's the thing, you know. I and he's shorter than me, which made me I don't know the proportion. That's a tough one. I don't know what the proportion is of this whole trans thing. You know, I really don't know. I mean, I, you know, it goes back to, you know, when people used to think that, uh, you know, you could be you could be made gay by being exposed to, you know, gayness. Uh, I, I don't believe that. Uh, I, you know, if parents are pushing uh, young kids into getting uh, what did you call it? Uh blockers puberty blockers puberty blockers, puberty yeah. blockers. Yeah, i mean that's blockers, yeah. that that could be a problem it, uh, and uh you know i i again it's the same with covid i kind of have faith in the medical community uh that uh you know that, that there's some reasonable uh, uh oversight over this stuff uh, especially when it involves children you know what i think it is well there's the, they they block sorry sorry ryan i'm just i just want to say they, they block um or, or or they try to uh discredit statistics 
that deal with desisting. And desisters are people that get um, that get uh, 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 the surgery to become and, and are transgender, become trans women or trans men. And then they like this is this is oh my god I don't want to do this this is not what I want and and those stats are like really higher than the um, gender activists want us to know really and and so they you know they they'll say oh those stats are just because of the and but I had a, a trans activist on my show Karina Cohn and she's a trans woman um, but she is a trans woman that that would be called transphobic if she were me saying the things that she said. She's like, I know that I will always be biological, biologically male. I know I am not the same as other women, and I know I shouldn't play sports. And it was really interesting having her on and then seeing straight white guys trash her. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a, everything's a spectrum. I, you know, I always say that, right? So there's going to be yeah. some extreme uh, people uh, that are like that, and it, it, it occurs on all sides, on all issues. Um, look, I. I, can you imagine being in that situation? Sorry, Ryan, and then I promise I'll shut up. But, uh, no, but being in the situation where, where you feel like you're, like, trapped in the in the opposite body, obviously that would be, like, a really harrowing experience, and you would want to do everything you could to try to balance out your life. And and so I think that we should uh, we should at least recognize that, obviously, trans people exist. That's not what, that's not what I'm saying when I say these other things. I, but there's something called rapid onset gender dysphoria um, where uh, it's usually autistic girls in the States. They, they have stats about how if one person comes out as trans, all of a sudden, like another like eight to 10 girls in that grade will come out as trans. And a lot of young people are searching for identity yeah. and they're and they're not actually trans, but they just sort of cling to that because they saw other people doing it. And then a lot of times they'll just they'll they, like a year will go by or two years will go by and they'll be like oh I'm not trans it's just Sorry, what, what's the autistic uh, element to that story? Um, the autistic is like eighty percent of the girls that that come out after that first one are on the spectrum or autistic. I have an autistic and, daughter, so that's interesting. Yeah, hmm. I mean, you know, these aren't these aren't <laughs> you know easy it's issues. tough issues, man. Tough it is. But, yeah. but at the same time, I, I think when you, people speak about it in a way that's Politic, political or for show business, uh, I think it can hurt people. I really do. But you know what? And I'm not saying he can't. I'm not a speech denier, you know, uh, but I'm allowed to say what I think about what he said, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan? No, what I was thinking was uh, we we rush we we rush a lot to to defend things, right? And And I think the problem here is that that equality thing that you brought up about, you know, like they're not the same, but they're the, the the rights and everything else. The 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 way we treat people should be the same. And we we've struggled with this and things that aren't trans. We've struggled with this on race. We've struggled uh, everything, right? Yes. And I think the people that think they're doing the right thing put the pedal to the floor, um, in in, in trying to 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 make it. And I'm not going to say virtue signaling because it, it does come from a good place. You know what I mean? It comes from a good spot. It comes from good heart to try and do the right thing. It's just a matter of, I don't think a, a lot, a lot of times it's not thought through, you know, like I think we're, I think we, we jump a gun because immediately you're, you're, you're labeled as a, a, a transphobe or, or whatever, you know, like uh, if you just don't toe that line of the, of the extreme support, you know, like uh, of the, there's zero, we, there is no variable. It is black and white. And this is how it is. That's not how life works. And right. you can't look at any situation like that. And 
I just think, and, and it's true. I, I got three, three, three straight white dudes sitting on a, on a podcast are not going to solve this problem, but no. we're allowed to have an opinion. And uh, yeah. it's just as valid as the person that holds a sign on the corner of a street trying to protect the rights of uh, the people that, that, that they're defending. So it's, I, it's just, it's a discussion and that's all it is. So everybody can calm down when we're having these discussions and, and, yeah. and, and, and take a deep breath because your 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 opinion is just as valid as mine. That's I just how it goes. I honestly wouldn't care. It, not wouldn't care. It wouldn't even cross my mind if if the world wasn't so kind of violent and triggerish nowadays. You know. Yeah. And then I look at, uh, uh, you know, I, I I've I, this is something I've admitted uh, and I've been outed uh, by Kenny on this. Uh, when I was a teenager, maybe uh, early teens, 13, 14, something like that. Uh, my friends and I used to throw eggs at homosexuals in front of the uh, St. Charles Tavern in Toronto on Young Street, which was the gay bar there. And that, it was really? like, you know, it, you know, we didn't want to hurt anybody, but it was a horrible thing to do. And I've, uh, you know, made my amends and part of my amends is to be honest about it. Yeah. So I know. Is that why you do the prostate exam? <laughs> no. no, no. That, that is that is giving a, back? That is a PSA yeah. for uh, prostate cancer, please. Um, but, but I knew since, Hey, if I could do something like that and I'm a pretty, you know, uh, not violent person, although when I drink, sometimes I can get violent, but, um, you know, then I, and the, and the way this triggered world is right now, I just worry about any over hate towards homosexuals or any minority really, yeah. uh, uh, people yeah. are going around to synagogues and, and, and churches and, uh, black churches and uh, you know it's just a, it's just a crazy time to be living and like i say i totally agree with what you said ryan uh we should be allowed to say what we want and not be uh but that to me is proof of how hysterical people get you, know, you get that because kind of it, area with someone with an automatic weapon and who knows somebody know? somebody asking the question about about uh, like the entire the entire situation rather than just like i say like that 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 black and white with zero variable is not the same as somebody calling to call and kill trans 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 people and, and and they should be outlawed and this should be that's not the same person like we're not that's not and, no and i i know that i know that but when bill maher who's you know has got an audience albeit you know uh, an audience that's probably getting more trumpy yeah than oh i agree before. yeah exactly i agree you with know, you yeah yeah that, that that's all i'm saying yeah, I, I didn't see the monologue. I kind of wish I did now, though. But I, it was I funny, that, by the way. It was very funny. I still think that that fear that, um, and I don't think it's misplaced. But the fear that you that you have, or the concern that you have, that you know, society is getting violent. And if Bill Maher says that to the millions of people, then the, you know, trouble might be caused. That is also a symptom of polarization. It is always, always, always about polarization in this world when it comes to these issues. Because, and, and it happens every time a new issue. Like in 2020, there were all these uh, um, protests in the states uh, for for racial, uh, for Black Lives Matter, and for and for um, you know cops and violence against Black people. And I was like, I'm for the protests, but I'm not for Black Lives Matter as an organization. And that was all it took back then to be called a racist. Yeah. And it's just like, what you got the fuck canceled. Is going on? Like, the, they, <laughs> they, yeah, they are a political organization with stated Marxist views. I don't support a libertarian organization. Yep. I don't. Why would I support this one? I support the protests. I support cops not kicking the shit and killing black people. But I don't. I don't support the organization. Well, I mean, and then what they, happened? And then two, well, then two years later, two years later, 
like most of the people that are on the top of that organization are under investigation because they bought mansions in the hills among the white people that they said they didn't like. Clearly, the organization was flawed, right? But if you said it three years ago or two years ago, then that was it. You were a racist. And, and at the time when you're living in that space, I always feel like that is the time to say Wait shit. a second. Well, I want to know, James, why, sorry, what were your, uh, this all came out relatively recently about the, the, the money and all that at the top of the organization. You initially- right. Uh, said something negative about them. What was that? What triggered that? I, I just, I, I, I'm not a Marxist. I don't know how I can support an organization. A state I didn't even know they were when they say they're Marxist. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't, but yeah, they are. Even if you said that, even if you pointed that out, they're like, dude, what do you, how doing? can you say that? They said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I know. And it's funny. And it's, and it's just interesting to me that um the, pol the polarization point I was trying to make is that, that when I get attacked for stuff like that is a symptom of polarization because any new um, uh, issue that's out where there's clearly a right side and a wrong side, which there was in that issue, the right side, like that man put his, his knee on that man's um, George Floyd's neck for like, what was it? 11 minutes or some shit. Like we watched the guy get murdered, right? Like we, like we watched it with our own two eyes. There was a right side in that issue and there was a wrong side in the issue. The wrong side was to say the cop did nothing wrong. And the right side was to say that it was murder. And so polarization uh, permeates in a situation like that because then you can't, like I was just saying, you can't criticize an organization that happens to be on the right side because then you're automatically on the wrong side. And the thing, same thing happens with Bill Maher, the Bill Maher audience thing. This is why I understand your point is because polarization also would make Bill Maher saying something like that could, who knows, but like could trigger someone into doing something awful because again, we're polarized to the point where one side both sides in, in some ways, but certainly the right side uh, a lot more is uses violence and intimidation to to sort of speak their minds. And and I think it, it, it can it can turn tragic. So I, I do agree with you on that. It could. I mean, you know, the, the reality is, uh, you know, there's there's going to be like the George Floyd situation. You're right. There's a right or wrong. But just because mm -hmm. you think what the cop did was wrong shouldn't automatically mean that you believe everything Black Lives Matter stands for, right? It's so that's right. That's exactly, exactly right. what you're saying. Yeah, I agree with you. It's that gray, that gray. We always seem to, and, and it's it's faded every year for year after year for over the last decade. There is the gray is going away, and everybody is so. I'm on this side. I'm on this side, and we can't meet in the middle anymore and talk. We can't. Well, I, I stopped. I actually, uh, I think I talked about this on Dean's show. I'm not. I don't remember, but I, I stopped essentially stopped political uh, social media posts yeah. and not because I'm not interested in politics still am just as much as ever. I just, you know, I, I, it was just, it really was uh, negative. I wasn't people either agreed with me. The people that didn't would never agree with me no matter what I said. Yeah. And uh, I'm supposed to be a comedian. Yeah. That's your <laughs> channel for business, right? Like that's your channel yeah. for, for, for getting the word out about what you guys are doing for. Just for... be funny. That's, that's all yeah. I try to be, but I still get, I still Make get laugh, down. clown. Yeah. I yeah. still get bogged Dance, down. I'll monkey. still see something. So now if I say anything political, it'll be on someone else's comment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So today, uh, I, today yeah. it's funny. Uh, today I, uh, people are, are uh, it's this issue that's just come up with uh, Biden saying that, uh, you know, the Republicans want to take Medicare and Social Security. And I posted just as a comment on someone else's thing uh, that I thought it was beneath him in a way 
uh, because I don't think they're really serious about taking Social Security and Medicare. It's, it's just a political move. And then I got even just as a comment, I didn't post it as, you know, my main post. Uh, I've all day I've been dealing with people explaining to me why it, I'm wrong. And I think and I admitted it. I said, you're right. I guess you're right. I'm wrong. I, I guess it's because in Canada, you know, we'll see where PP, if he ever, God forbid, becomes prime minister. Our right wing isn't as crazy as their right wing, right? The conservatives have never been as crazy as the Republicans. So when people were telling me who lived there, go, you don't understand. They will, if they can, figure out a way to cut Social Security or let it sunset or whatever it is, they'll do it. Yeah, I don't know how they could since old people vote Republican. Well, that's another thing someone educated me on was that uh, the, that that's going to be great for the Dems. <laughs> that's why, and that's that was the strategy that Biden used, right? Uh, let's scare some of those old Republicans into thinking that uh, all of a sudden those checks are going to stop coming and those uh, discounts. On, you know. It would take it would take a cycle for it to work, though, and that's the thing. So, say they did they they did allow it to happen, it would take a cycle of them to actually experience it because it, until it touches you. People don't give a well, shit. Look at, look, at abortion. Yep. look at abortion. Yeah. Would you, and I, I've been political since as long as I can remember and, and interested, especially in American politics. I never saw that coming, that it would actually happen. No, Roe you know, it's so yeah. funny that you, it's so funny that you say that because I, uh, people in hindsight, obviously more clairvoyant than me. Um, when I was saying, uh, when, before Trump got elected, I, I was one of those guys and I meant it at the time. Um, that like uh, uh, the Democrats ran the worst possible candidate they could possibly run against Donald Trump, the most polarizing politician in the country that half the country already hates. And you're trying to woo them over and she won't even visit the flyover states. <laughs> like this is a disaster written all over it. Um, but then people were like um, the fears that people had, I thought were misplaced. And the two ones that came up were the ones that fucking happened. The Supreme Court justice right. stacking yeah. thing. And Roe versus Wade. And I was like, holy fuck, I've never been more wrong about anything in my entire life than I was about these two. I thought it was paranoia because you know the way it works in the States. Fear, 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 yep. fear of the other guy when you're yep. running. And when does that fear ever materialize? Basically never. never. Usually. Like, you know, like, yeah, like Barack Obama was literally 24% of voting Republicans thought Barack Obama was the fucking antichrist. Yep. 24%. Yep. But theoretically, like, they're supposed to uh, go to the, move to the center once they become a federal politician. They just use all those wedge issues and all that division to get through the primaries right. and, and win elections. But it, look what happened. So it's all. But that's Trump went they went, went never mo moderated, and that's actually like. And I'm, I keep on flip flopping. Here. Maybe maybe you guys Daniel can tell Smith. me because because I feel like I've well I was thinking of Pierre Polyev. So Pierre Polyev courts the convoy crowd. Wins the leadership. Does he really? I don't think it, he really does. He seems he doesn't talk about them much. Well, he was there with them hanging every out. Yeah, I mean, that's the freedom. photo that well, he'll live to regret. But I don't yeah. really. Every I, I have my other freedom. issues with him. What? Freedom, 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 freedom. And you ask him to define freedom, and he can never actually define it. He can never actually give you a, a pinpoint because he knows it's just a soundbite for those people, right? Like this, yeah. Like and, this, and so what I think is going to happen. 21? Sorry? That? Like that's a legitimate the C twenty one. What is it called? The 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 internet C eleven. Yeah, yeah. Pseudo. You yeah. just posted about it, James. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I posted, but it, but it was a senator. It was a conservative senator and some fuckface like uh, comments underneath it. Oh well, he mentioned Pierre Prolly. So I don't believe anything. <laughs> that's right. what I mean. We can't talk anymore. Yeah. 
I know. I mean, that, you know, that's I something that I've looked crazy. at, and it, it 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 just it doesn't bother me as much, but I can see why it would bother a lot for of sure. people. That's a damn good issue for for I hate to you know I'm sure he knows it uh, for PP to uh, to to go after well, uh, Trudeau with rather than this the the, the convoy thing. Which... Look what Trudeau just did with the gun bill, though he he called yeah. back on on those on the on the firearms, right? Yes. So who's to say he's not going to do the same with C11? You guys are closer. Much more, you guys are much election. more in tune with what's going on than I am. So I, I remember when it was a handgun ban. Is that still in effect? It's yeah, assault style weapons. No, they, the handguns. It was a handgun. Well, they're, they're focused mostly on um, on on long guns on the clawback. They, so they, they never. So like, I know they, that. So they're they're not going to. I can't go get a handgun, whatever the licensing requirements are. I'm not even sure what it is anymore. To tell you the God's honest yeah, truth, it changed. Yeah. Yeah. drastically apparently I, I think if you're if we're smarter than you on this issue then you're really <laughs> no, I, no i'm not i'm not i mean i'm dumb but i i i'm not current on on i, I, been so much- I don't think i am either on that yeah. issue i'm just and I my just, problem I, with that as someone uh because to me the whole gun issue is you can say a million things about how much you hate guns till that you know one point zero zero one percent chance that i have a home invasion and i want to protect my kids and I can't because I don't have a gun. Uh, you, you, know. you wouldn't be able to. Have you, you ever heard Jim Jeffries' no, no, take on this? No. About how it works, like to legally own a, a, a firearm or like a hand, a restricted weapon in this country, the ammo has to be stored away from the gun. It has to have a trigger lock. What are you going to do? Tell him to wait. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> That's before you rape <laughs> us and kill us. I would like you to let me load yeah. this gun. It's it, it's. It, you know what's thirty times more effective than a gun to have in your home? A and dog. you know what else we can't. So you don't want your you don't want your family getting killed by an intruder. Get and you dog. know what happened? You know what you know what you. I can't have three use. dogs. They're Shih Tzus. I don't think it's going to be myself. <laughs> you know what you. They're so annoying Shih Tzus that leave. the guy would just probably say, well, oh, "Fuck true. this." I, gotta you can't, I thought about uh, that myself. You can't use you can't use it's, a firearm in Canada for self defense, and that's that's just a thing. A guy can come in wielding a machete, threatening to rape you and your your wife and kill your kids. And if you shoot that guy, you'll be charged. You cannot use a firearm in this country for self-defense. But period. wouldn't it be worth it if you could save your family's life? Of course it would. Good? I'd go to jail for it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm just saying, coming from from the mindset of, of home defense is a wrong way to look at, at, at gun control. That's I feel like Ninja Stars should be making a comeback. That'd be all right. Remember Ninja Stars? Yeah, Numchucks. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah nunchucks, that'd be good too. You know, just like just have all these weapons lying around your house that aren't guns and see how you do against the intruder. How about a mace? Like a fucking big old mace, like a big How about a wife? Get him. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him about my your whole, day. My whole point my whole point was that it really bothered me that uh, my next door neighbor uh who who could have a, a handgun cuz they bought it before the law was changed. And if the law was changed, and I don't know if it if it is or isn't, no, you guys don't either. Uh, that bothered me. That, that, yeah. that you know. Yeah. Anyways, what about all good points? Pool ball, pool balls in a sock. That's another. That's good a good one. one. Yeah. I think I saw Steven Seagal do that to someone on some really awesome, amazing, well put together, directed, and everything movie from the eighties. Do you remember that? No. Hard to kill. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch Steven Seagal movies, but he's you know still, something about Steven Seagal? Them. He's a bitch and a blues guitar player. Ain't... What? Really? Go put him on. Go on YouTube. I, uh, he's pretty good. That is as weird as Joe Pesci being a great jazz yeah. singer, which is also and he's really that good. I didn't, know. I didn't know, but yeah. uh, especially with that voice, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
Or who was the one that told me that John, that Ramsey? Who was it that told me that that the yeah? Who was it that told me that that Ramsey guy was a good like rapper? Was that your Ramsey? Like the chef, Gordon Ramsay. Get out of your fucking... Yeah, apparently Gordon Ramsay is some dope ass. Shut bat. up! I swear, I never looked it up. Someone's got to look it up for me. If you guys did one in the Let's chat, see. look up Gordon Ramsay rapping and we'll and see. and see if it's there because we will find something. I, I I was actually I was kind of hoping it was true, and then I was like, I don't know, why wouldn't he incorporate that in the show? Because that would have been really kind of cool. Like if he's if <laughs> I'm gonna howl if this is true. What about Steven I think it was. No, Gordon Ramsay rapping. Yeah. He actually plays lead. I, I, I sure is that is, is that good? Oh wow. All right, all right. I don't, uh, I don't see anything on Ramsey though. Now yeah. people have people have done like mashups with his voice and stuff, but not him. Oh, okay. Because that would have been awesome, right? <laughs> in, in a way. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I wrote a, I wrote a song about. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna send it in the chat later when I find it. I wrote a song about Cunnilingus, and it, and it was supposed to be funny, and people are like, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> And you know what? I, I got it from... Um, do you remember the movie Face Off? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, which one? So, Wait a sec. There's two. There's a Canadian one? No, the, uh, the, the one with John Travolta yeah. and Nicolas yeah, Cage. Yeah, I remember that too, yeah. Right. So um, Nicolas Cage becomes John Travolta, which is the good guy, <laughs> and says to his wife, or, or John Travolta's actual wife, I could eat a peach for hours. Yeah. And that was his way of saying it. And so I wrote a song called Peach, and the hook is like, I know what my lips are for. I could eat a peach. I could eat a peach for hours. And then I did three verses about Cunnilingus. And I thought it was going to be like Dick in the Box. Yeah. Dude, I got to tell you. like people. It was like, good. I heard pretty it. Good, pretty good song. Yeah, I heard it. We were, yeah, yeah, we were going to play it last week. That's rap music. Oh, play it if you can. I'd play, well, I'll send it in the chat or something. Remember, I, I don't want to play my shit anymore because it's, it's like three minutes. We're just sitting there doing nothing. Staring at each other. If you want to, I'll send it. I'll send it as a Google Doc or something in the in the. You chat. know Afro Man? You know that guy Afro Man? Yeah. Like, like a, because I got high. Song I know the one song I know. It's like all about sex and getting his dick sucked, and so I, it doesn't surprise me that uh, your song could be. Colt Forty Five was my favorite Afroman song. <laughs> Colt Forty Five. Choose exact. Maybe that's all we need. Wow. Yeah, that's the one. To the park after dark, smoke that tumbleweed. Yeah, that's it. As the marijuana burn, we could take our turn singing them dirty rap songs. Yeah. Stop and hit the bong like Chi Chin Chong. So I'm straight from here to Hong Kong. Yeah, but do roll, the sex roll. stuff. The sex, the verses are funny. With the they're Kentucky fucking Fight hilarious. Um, shit. I actually hate rap music, but that that is not. That's it's a great rap song. Kind of music. Met a, yeah, met a little girl named Jan. Uh, she thought I was her daddy. I found out her daddy was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. We fucked on the bed, fucked on the floor, fucked so much she grew a fucking afro. <laughs> <laughs> fucked her once, fucked her twice. Yeah. yeah. Fucked that shit till the bitch turned white. Yeah. yeah. I thought to myself, Sheba Sheba got that ass looking like a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I wouldn't know any of this stuff if it wasn't for Brandon Bird, uh, our our uh, tour manager and friend. Uh, he he's into rap. He books rap shows, so he plays them for me when we're driving on tour. And that one I remember because it made me laugh so hard. Uh, some of the <laughs> 
Oh, hang on. Yeah, you know what? Once I see them, I could actually I could do it. Um, Said Cole, 45 and two zigzags. Baby, that's all we need. We can go to the park after dark, smoke that tumbleweed. As a marijuana burn, we can take our turn singing them dirty rap songs. Stop and hit the bong like Chichin Chong. Uh... Well, it was just sundown in a small white town. They call it East Side Palmdale. When the Afro man walked through the white land, houses went up for sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was standing on a corner selling rap CDs when I met a little girl named Jan. I let her ride in my caddy, but I didn't know her daddy was the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. We fucked on the bed, fucked on the floor, fucked so long I grew a fucking afro. I fucked her left and fucked her right. She sucked my dick till the shit turned white. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's verse after verse of stuff. Oh, it's so good! It is like one of the funniest. Have you seen the video of him ever. punching the girl? No. Oh my god! You got oh this. come I'm on! I'm gonna find it. What happened to James? Uh, I think he's getting a, a rap song. That rap song ready. I met this lady in Hollywood. She had green hair, but damn, she looked good. Took her to my house because she was fine, but she whooped out a dick that was bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! It's so good. Keep going. Keep going. I'm almost there. Uh, oh, oh, really? Oh, well, you I'm mean almost, finding gonna, something? No, I'm not masturbating. <laughs> I'm almost there. Keep rapping, Ryan. Rap I'm more white. Yeah, from man punching rap, the girl. Rap whiter to me. Are you guys gonna rap? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I hate rap. <laughs> Is this it? Keep uh, going. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the best one. Oh, that the the. Uh, oh, this. You guys. Oh, I don't think he knew it was a woman. We'll show it yeah, again. How do I get it right? <laughs> what? <Okay>. Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's a hook with a follow through. Jesus, dude. He went to court. I, 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 he got <laughs> off. I don't know if she forgave him or whatever, but she shouldn't have been on stage. Yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Paul that in. Guy with the uh... hey Paulie. Hey Paul. Hey, how's it going? And I'm gonna take a. I can't stand watching you smoke while while we while we do the show because now I'm just gonna go out for a smoke. Okay. Who's so smoking? Right Nobody's smoking. <laughs> you were earlier, and I saw right. it, and now I have to go. <laughs> I'll be right back. Nicotine is an addictive substance. You ever smoke a buzz Spence? here off something? Do you guys hear a buzz? No. No. Okay. Maybe it's just in my head. How are you? I'm not too bad yourself. <laughs> I'm not too bad. Just chilling out on a Friday, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, Were you ever a smoker, Spen? Oh, yeah. Like cigarette smoke? Yeah. Yeah? Wait, players light, small regular. Oh, my what, goodness. What was the... Uh, they weren't what, light at all, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, uh, what was harder to quit? Drugs or smokes? Um... The cigarettes were the hard, harder than heroin, harder than it's, anything. It's the toughest thing, isn't it? Yeah. You ever? I, I heard that about it. It's harder to get off than heroin, but at least for me, I mean, I wasn't, you know, a yeah. full-on mainline junkie for years. <laughs> That's true. But uh, I, I got in trouble a few times. But you know, uh, what happened was when I quit, I ended up with those uh, Thrive uh, nicotine mints. Yeah. You get at the drugstore. Yeah. And I probably was on those for three years. <laughs> I absolutely love them. 
I uh, I I did the I did the vape thing for like six or eight months, and it was success. Like I was good with it. I stopped smoking cigarettes, but I was I was on that vape pen, and it's still nicotine. I, which is the yeah, there was yeah, but it wasn't like the they 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 tried to tout it as it was a little safer than smoking cigarettes, right? So I thought, okay, you know, and then we'll wean ourselves off of that, and uh, then as you wean off, I, I found myself, okay, well, when I'm drinking, I'm still smoking cigarettes and I'm vaping. <laughs> and then I end up going up North to some, some cottage and there's nowhere, there's no vape pen shops in fucking like Halliburton anywhere. Right. So, <laughs> the right coil, bl- the coil blew out. I was there for a week and I just started smoking cigarettes again. So yeah. And now it's, you're it's tough. It's, yeah, I'm still I'm still on the on the. You know why it's tough? I, I the reason why it's tough is because it's one of the substances that uh, you get your hit from it, you feel whatever you need from it, but it goes away faster than anything else. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's apparently why it's so addictive. Yeah, hey, check 100%. this out. Oh wow! Camera one. Twin camera brother. Two. Camera one. Camera two. <laughs> what a hog! They what just they hog. finally they finally enabled that function. It. They had it for a while, but I didn't get it to work for the longest time, and now it's working. So, kind of cool, I think. Okay. Christopher Hitchens used to say that smoking was a cigarette. Nicotine was a slut. Yeah. That nicotine nicotine goes with everything. It goes with cocaine. It goes with sex. It goes with coffee. It goes with alcohol. It goes with everything. It's just like whenever you have one of those things or any of those things, then all of a sudden the floozy of the bunch comes out in the form of a cigarette. And to me, cocaine's like that for me. <laughs> as soon as I, I don't do it anymore, but if I did it, I every, I just want to smoke a carton of cigarettes, drink a bottle of booze, uh, masturbate to like was a nub, you know. <laughs> Yeah, till, till you till you have till you need Tommy Johnson. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. That was another tweet I did that backfired on me, uh, having to do with Christopher Hitchens. I said I just woke up one morning. I said, wouldn't it be drink. cool to watch Chris Hitchens debate Jordan Peterson? Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? You just destroy. Yeah, him. I know. I, I we have, need Christopher. A lot Christ- of people don't agree make- with you, but yeah, some did. But it just it was oh. just this endless amount of responses that I wasn't expecting. We bit, I miss Chris Richardson yeah. so much. I, I I got to see him at Roy Thompson Hall debate Tony Blair. I was covering it for Teal Blog, I think, or something. And um, it was he was like he was like it, it was four or five months before he died, right? Oh. And and it was he he was so weak looking, and he had to stop and because he was coughing. But his diction and his like voc- like the way his prose. Oh my God, he was still the same guy. Like his brain yeah. wasn't impacted at all. Like, I saw him speak to, at to a synagogue, that. believe it or not. Oh yeah, yeah. In, in Toronto, and it was you... it was great because you know he's so anti-religion, but he just <laughs> said you know there's not everything's bad about religion. The architecture's good, and he looked around. <laughs> the synagogue. Yeah. I, I loved how so he funny. had this reputation as a guy who could uh, drink a bottle of Johnny Walker Black. And then, like, we'd be lying on the floor, done, and he would just give you a 10,000-word essay off the top of his head. I mean, he was a genius writer. I could do that with cocaine if I had cocaine <laughs> with me. <laughs> you know, that movie with, uh, I don't remember the, the name of the movie right now, but the one with Denzel Washington, where he was, like, oh, the all pilot. fucked up on the plane. Yeah, but he, like, managed to somehow save everyone. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, um, when uh, when John Goodman comes over, and and gives him like a half gram in each nostril, and then he goes and testifies, and he nails it or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's actually pretty close to reality. Like like I know so many people, and you know, obviously 
in hindsight, it was probably pretty stupid. But like when when one of us would get like, okay, I got the spins, you'd be like, oh, hey, Johnny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me a key. You know, you know the closest like uh, thing to ca- for me for film that captured cocaine was a scene in Boogie Nights. Where, oh yeah, when they were talking, yes. when they were chatting in yes. the bedroom, right? Yeah, 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 totally. Oh wow, yeah. that it can you be my mom? You can be my mom, right? You're my mom. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I just. I love I love that movie so much, so and I was so disappointed when I saw an interview, or no, it was it was I listened to um, Mark Wahlberg on Howard Stern, uh, probably about ten years ago now or something, saying that he was at the point of his career in his career where if he was offered that script, he would turn it down. He's like, I don't have to do movies like that anymore. And I'm like, what? Your best performance ever? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? no like, kidding. Like yeah, one of the best directors of all time. I love yeah. that. Can't think of his that name now. He's amazing. married to the girl from Saturday Night Live. Uh, what's her name? I can't remember any names anymore. Part well, the director? Boogie Nights director. Well, Thomas Anderson. Yes. He's married uh, to yeah. uh, the mulatto woman who's this hilarious. Uh, she used to be on Saturday Night Live. She's doing commercials now. I, I don't know what she's like. I don't think mulatto you're allowed yeah. to say. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I just don't That's think you're allowed to say. That's a thing anymore. I've had that. I'm not going men- to mention any names, but three times on my podcast over the last two weeks, that's happened, and and I've been like, and and one of the guests I I called after the show, and I'm like, oh no, I said it. I think I said it in the show. I'm like, he said this word. I, I was just say the word, but I won't say the guest. I, he said gypped, and oh, yeah. I, and I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't know that 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 even has anything to do with the people known as the gypsies, yeah. or whatever. But but you know, he didn't know, and then so he called. He asked me if I would take it down. I'm like, nah, I can't take it down, <laughs> but I won't I won't promote it. I won't like clip it and say. This we'll just talk about it on Casual Friday. It's fine. Well, I didn't say his name, so I'm not, I'm not going to. I don't want to throw him under the bus or the other person either that, that did uh, something similar. Um, you know, so this it, it's weird because it, it's so easy to, like, derail someone's career for, for honestly, I like, the most honest yeah. mistake, you know, like. You know who her mother was? No. Minnie Ripperton. Who's that? The singer. That would be the best porn star name for a midget. Yeah. She was what? a singer. She had a big hit with uh, Loving midget. You. She had, like, a huge soprano voice. That's the one. Hey, do you guys know why she sang that? So you wouldn't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Same with Nas lyrics, right? That's right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Someone's asking us to talk about John Tory. Oh God! Yeah, oh, did you yeah. hear about someone that? Just texted me. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, he. Someone texted me just now and said, "Are you going to run for mayor, James? Now that John Tory is pulling." Didn't you already Clinton. do that? <laughs> that's what I. That's what I said too. But what? What did? Was the bill? What did he mean? He pulled the bill. Clinton. Oh, he what messed he around do? with a staffer, a thirty-one-year-old staffer, who since has uh, gotten another job outside of the mayor's office. So, but yeah, he philandered. Wow. He says, wow. I, "I should know better." Uh, it was bad. poor judgment on my part. I'm a family man. How many times have we heard that oh, shit? Is he, is he married? I don't know. I'll tell I you met what. Him a long time ago. My family was so screwed up that when Bill Clinton had the Monica Lewinsky scandal, uh, he he said that uh, when he saw Lewinsky, he said if he didn't fuck her, I wouldn't have voted for him. <laughs> yeah, he is married. He's married. He's been married since 1978 to the same woman. Oh. Well. That's crazy. I mean, they're gonna have to do, oh. Did they already do the? Did they already do the supportive yet stern-looking wife? Uh, no, that hasn't happened yet? yet. Give it a give it a couple oh, okay. hours. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, did, be he, that's be fun. did he resign officially or? 
Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Really? Do you remember when Trump, uh, one of the debates? Uh, he brought in all the the women for Hillary yeah. Clinton. That was the one of the worst moves I've ever seen in the history of politics. I actually thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah? I don't know because I, I, well, I'm not. I, I, I uh, Christopher Hitchens again educated me on like Clinton's, really what yes. Bill Clinton was I all read about, that and and it was like. You know, I, I, ever since then, I was like, ah, fuck, Bill. he just seems like, like, I mean, rape is in his, like, mm-hmm. in his background with women is honestly just as bad as, as Donald Trump's. Like, really, it is. There's rape accusations on both. Oh, yeah. You know, fathered like, a couple children, or two, I think, too. Uh, well, the fact that yeah, I think that was a scummy thing to do does not mean that I approve of uh, rape or, <laughs> or <laughs> it, it just, it was a debate, a presidential debate. That was brave. So that's brave, brave. Very brave. That guy to, to bring those women out. Like, it's, that's the thing with Trump. It's, it's, who's the circus guy? Uh, Pete Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Man. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, though? If a Democratic candidate did it to Trump, all of us would love the fuck out of it. It's really one of those situations. Well, they did do it. They're trying to do it with Stormy They're, Daniels. That case yeah, is have been forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's been done. I, like time the and time again. I don't think that has anything to do with with their ability to do the job, to be honest. That really bothers me. So in fact, someone, some in fact, it's the other way. Once. Yeah. Yeah. Some comedian said once. You know, I like Clinton better when he was getting yeah. something, right? <laughs> he, he made better decisions. He seemed yeah. more calm and rational. Like, well, know. who was it? The former. And it also, uh, it's sort of demeaning to the women, like as if, you yeah. know, as if, you know, you know, so she found him attractive. I mean, unless he physically uh, raped her, I don't think that I don't know what what the situation was. Well, I well just how could you how could you say no to this sex panther? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's oh, what happened man. to the ozone layer. It looks like he, it looks like he found like a wig in Mr. Dressup's trunk. That's Photoshop, right? Look at, look no, that was yeah, COVID hair. I think. I think. No, oh I'm pretty sure gosh. that was his COVID hair. Remember when he didn't cut his hair for COVID and he was like, "I'm not going to a barber, neither should you." And he looks like the caveman lawyer from Saturday Night Live a little. Bit. Yes. <laughs> I'm just a caveman. Oh my god, that's funny. Oh, what a sex panther <laughs> for him. Oh fuck. He's the last guy I would have expected to do that, though. Why? Yeah. Not because I think he's decent, but because I just don't, like, I, I couldn't. Because he's so milk toast. I, I close my eyes, I can't imagine him with, like, that's like Mel Lastman. Yeah, remember right when, uh, what's his name, the, the, the American preacher, uh, Jimmy Swaggart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, put out a, a spread of pictures of the hooker he was with. And she, yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is politically correct. She was one of the most depressing looking people I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> You okay. couldn't have paid me to. Uh, to, to Ashley, Ashley's got the comment of the night. What's that? Guys, don't, don't talk, talk about, about palliative, palliative David people. Wallace like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, what's oh, what's horrible about that is that David Wallace is in remission for Cancer. Uh, yeah. Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, yeah he but still has beautiful hair. He's got the best yeah, hair I've ever seen. Come on. He totally does. It's like, this is like Funny this, how we're gonna, this is what we're, happens if you order David Wallace on Wish. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah, so I think so. That's a wish, David Wallace, for sure. And here's here's the Jimmy Swagger. Yes, yes. I that's that. when he was confessing. Uh, oh, that was the greatest. <laughs> you know, if you just saw this and showed it to like a mid middle aged millennial, they they'd be like, "Is that a wrestling man?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just looks like Mean Gene, doesn't it? Like yeah. a brother of Mean yeah, Gene, yeah. Bobby the Brain. Heenan. Like praying to the praying to the wrestling gods that uh, McMahon won't cancel his contract. You know, you know who like... Swaggart's cousin is? 
Who? Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis. Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Molly yeah. wins. Yeah. Yeah. That's another guy. Like, how come he got a pass? It's not only was his cousin, but she yeah, was he like, just he died too, and people were like, he didn't all, like, really get sad. a pass. Oh, I love oh. Jerry Lee is one of the absolute greatest rock and roll stars. The killer. The killer. Once the wife becomes of age and they have kids and stuff, do you have to forgive him? Is that how it works? <laughs> it well, was his cousin. The reality is, he it really affected his career negatively. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he went to England after it came public, they booed him off stage, uh, and uh, you know he was sort of in the in the wilderness for a long for time, like 25, 30 years, I think, almost yeah. before. But he stayed with her, right? But to me, it's about the pump and piano sound of Jerry Lee. Louisiana. <laughs> I don't know if pumping is the right word to use to get out of that previous conversation. <laughs> I like his country music. Probably Paulie knows this. I I, I actually oh, yeah. prefer his country music to his rock and roll, and they're both fantastic. I met him. Actually, met him. I met him. Obviously, obviously, it was better quality because of the cousin fucking. Uh, I'm sure that probably added to the quality. Does cousin fucking bother you? Like, seen what she looked like? She was underage. She looks like Winona Ryder. She she was 12, 14, or something. 13, 13. Oh, sorry. It was a different world back then. (laughs) Again, I I, the fact that I say she's beautiful, I'm not condoning anything. I'm just saying. You know, but it was a different world back then, meaning men could fuck with impunity. Well, it's not even that. From the south, yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't that abnormal for them to get married at that age. If so, if I find if you have dinner with a with like three their couples cousin. and you find out at the very and you find out at the very end of the night that two, one of those couples they were cousins would it really bother yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one time. Okay, I felt up yeah. my cousin. Why? What, what what would bother you about it? It's it's gross. I it's felt just, up my it's, cousin. Yeah, but you're not the one. Doesn't doing matter. It. It's gross. It's gross. Don't fuck your cousins, guys. I seriously, don't touch up. your cousins. I didn't fuck her. I felt okay, her. well, yeah, uh, it's still kind of gross, Ben. What about second cousins? Second cousins? What's a se- how does that work? Uh, how, work that, work that out for me. About it. You're just work supposed to say me. no. How, how does a second cousin? Okay, so I was at, at Christmas. Chris, I have an actual story at, at Christmas. Well, um, work like this years out and years ago. for me. What's a second cousin? Well, you don't want to hear an actual example does, of fucking a second what cousin. What is a second cousin? <laughs> how does that work? It was oh, a second right. cousin. It was my uh, my uh, uh, grandfather's brother's son's daughter. Okay. That's right. That's exactly. Yeah, it's it still was. gross. <laughs> That's exactly. Well, she was hot. It was only gross because she. Oh, I didn't have sex with her. Maybe. I felt her up. Everybody, calm down. Talk about judgmental. I, I had sex with my second cousin. I did not need to know that. But the second cousin is that I just met that didn't look anything like me. We didn't have any mannerisms that were the same. We didn't even know each other existed until the day before. Like it, it was. There was no familiarity. Like, like it didn't feel wrong at all. It really didn't. I did not need to know that. <laughs> I don't. You care. can warm up I, a piece of chicken liver, a whole bunch of them, and put them in the. And it won't feel wrong either. It's wrong though. Now, Just don't do it. I thought no. It, it, it gets better. Uh, I actually found no. Hold chicken on. It was, it was like there, there was no. There was no. There was no. There was, there was no actual blood relation. I, we found out afterwards. We went into it thinking that we were second cousins, but then afterwards we found out, oh, so it's like a daughter from a marriage. Da, da, da. It was everything you just said, Spenny, except the daughter existed from a marriage. Yeah, so it wasn't a bloodline. But we thought it was. But we thought it was, and we went through when anyway. we didn't realize right, that. I want to we hear were... your opinion on this, Ryan. I happen to enjoy incest porn. Do you? Yeah, like real, real incest no, or the step? No role playing. Oh, what? 
Is that a thing? Yeah, that was uh, that was going a little. Benny, you're uh, I, I know that's I know that's a I know that's a category. What? That's that's a category that's that's actually like if you look at any charts when we talk about the charts on the Dean Lundell show about the porn charts, like who's watching what every year we do a thing. Uh, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's massive. Yeah, but a lot stepmother is different than mom. Yes. Though. There's a lot of stepmother stepfathers. Yeah, but when it, when they say stepmother, you just ignore the step and you go straight to the kid. Did you see the face that you Edipus. made when I said stepmother? You were like, you don't know anything yeah, about the thing I'm in. They have oh, some kind of legal loophole. They have to say stepmother, but man, I, yeah, because incest is against the law, right? So they can't. You can't condone. Is it? it? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's amongst a, two consenting adults. I don't think that's actually the case, gentlemen. In the United States, you'd have to look that up. It depends. It would go state to state. You'd have to look yeah. it up. Yeah, I believe. Finally, we're talking about something I can contribute to. Jeez. Yeah, we went from we went from way too formal to way too casual. Okay, so uh, where do you find? About, well, that's great. Why? Where great. do you find incest porn? Okay, everywhere, anywhere on my phone. Listen. <laughs> You're the one that knows that it's uh, popular. It's very, very popular. No, no, the step. It's the step one that we we always because we yeah, see the yeah. ranking from Pornhub. That's the one that we always talk about. We always bring it in and we always say which states are the perviest and which ones actually gay gay sex is like huge in Republican states. It's amazing, um, but yeah. um, the the step thing really exploded over the last like decade. It's not step. No one's believing it's steps. They're making. They're pretending it's real. Uh, they have to, for legal purposes, say step. Let's discuss why it's so great. Let's okay. Why All right. So why do you Why do you love it, Spen? Because because it, sex for me personally and millions of other men, it has to be wrong and dirty to be good. Taboo. Yes. Okay. I know, I, I know that. I know that for the taboo yeah. thing. So, yeah. Okay. So so that is the ultimate. Uh, son, daughter. I don't do any other one. It's just the son, uh, the, uh, son and the mom. I don't deal with dads. I don't deal with sisters. That's the one that I like, and millions of people like it. And it's because it's so wrong. What the brothers, all- brother and sister? You mean? No, or the, the, the mother oh, seducing oh. her son or teaching. Oh. Him. Yes. You got a thing. You got. You have a mom issue. The aunt, A U N T. What? Do, do you have a mom issue though? Like, like. No, underlines? no. The last thing in the world I would ever want to do was have sex with my mother. Believe me. That's, I, that's well, I, I get it. With. I get it. And it usually it doesn't have to do with sex. That's the thing. What doesn't? That 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 intimacy. Um, that 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 craving for intimacy. Uh, in a sexual way is 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 played out. By a because of a different need and a different thing, would you have a good relationship with your mom? Yeah. 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 How good? <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, I, what do you, not as good as you're thinking. Believe me. No, uh, no, I'm, I'm not thinking, thinking that at all. It's, it's just, just that, that's normal. James, I'm talking to James. Listen, oh, okay. reality yeah. is, I'm just ridiculously honest. I'm I'm an idiot. Uh, I will tell I you it. anything you want to know. Yeah, no. That is why. That is what's exciting about it. The, the 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 kink that I like is is the idea of an older woman seducing a younger man, which is what happened to me when I was uh, uh, lost my virginity and a couple more times in my life. So that's why the ant thing is is cool too, right? Like it's just the older woman and the younger vulnerable boy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. In fact, I've got to go, guys. (laughs) You have nothing to be ashamed of, Kenny. (laughs) 
Anyways, I got to. I really do have to go. I, I after, now I have to say I'm going to put my daughter to bed, which couldn't be the worst thing. Jesus to Christ! That's actually, Christ. That's actually <laughs> what I have to do. Can I tell you guys a joke? The greatest... Can I tell you? Yeah, please? well, you just did. You should have ended on that, Scotty. But please, it better be really well, good. A, joke, a, father, a, fa- a father takes his daughter oh, to uh, the uh, vaginal doctor. What do they call oh, the gynecologist? <laughs> Vag doctor. Okay. And uh, the father says, I, I need you to get some birth control pills for my daughter. And he goes, how old is she? And he goes, 13. And the doctor goes, and she's sexually active? He goes, no, she just lays there like her mother. Oh, and my God. Oh. It's a joke. It's a joke. Wow. Oh, my I God. I know. It's good, though. It's good, though. But it was good. Well, actually, we're like Bill Maher's audience now, and you're Bill yeah. Maher. And you're That's like, dark, dude. <laughs> it's very dark, and it's funny. And I can't. This is what's great about the indie media that you guys do. It's because you can say anything and do anything, and who gives a fuck what anybody thinks. Now go tuck your daughter. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> good night, Spen. Take care, brother. You, pal. Oh, Spenny, everybody. I love him. Oh, he's so good. He's so him. fucking he's great. But that was dark. He's so funny. That was great, though. I love Gallows humor. He remind- like I love it. Um, I, I, I told I told yeah, the punchline last time when we did the punchlines only. Remember? Yeah. In about, in yeah, about you did. five minutes when your mom leaves for work, right? So <laughs> it's right. no, it's no better. It's no worse. I I want to show something else I did today that um. I didn't get a tough vote, but I was kind of surprised. So, Saucy Sea Witch, um, uh, Re, yeah. I guess, did we call her Re? Yeah. Sure. She, she posts this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there are chocolates that look like dicks, right? And there's They're one uh, white chocolate one on the top, and then there's a bunch of different shades of brown chocolate on mm-hmm. the bottom. And so that came up, and then this was my caption for it. Oh, Jackson Christ. Collection. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Jackson Christ. Five Collection. Oh wow! <laughs> Which one's Tito? One, two, three. <laughs> I think we know which, which one's one Janet. Is. Which one's Janet? <laughs> well, that would be Latoya. That's Latoya. Oh, and the strawberries yeah. look like butt plugs. That's the yeah. best part. Oh, that's oh that is really funny. Thank you, uh, Very well sure. done yeah, for the Valentine one. in your life. <laughs> Get the Jackson <laughs> Five. <laughs> when you want to Shamo. treat your lady to that special evening, make sure to get her the Jackson Five pack. <laughs> Bye. <Woo-hoo. laughs> Ow. I just bumped my head into the microphone. Oh, oh shit! I, so I was so casual today that I didn't put up a background. So that's yeah, notice. Totally chill. Yeah. Oh, at least no you got background. the lights on. That's uh, that's that's stellar. Yeah. I was gonna put <laughs> some like Christmas lights in the background, but I changed my mind. I just lit a candle. I keep on... mm. Oh yeah, is that the one behind your head yeah, there? Yeah, it has it has 150 year old beeswax in it that has, contains honey, so it re- gives off this really nice aroma. Not a hipster at all. It's, no, it no, it's with from the like, fucking my beard dad. and the fucking wax. Not a hipster yeah, was, at all. I was just about to say, did you buy that while going beer uh, hair shopping? No, no, or no. Whatever? no. My dad made them for uh, my sister's wedding years ago, and I kept a bunch of them. And, and when the drippings fell down, I just collected some and put it. That's one of those little things where you put oil in, and like fragrant mm. oil or something oh, yeah. like that. So I put the wax Those in. things are dangerous sometimes. Yeah. You, have, you have to have really good oil or else bad things yeah, happen. Yeah, it's true. It spurts and yeah. stuff. Um, I, had a, I had a hipster beard item. I had a, I still have it, a sandalwood comb. Yeah, I have one. <laughs> for my, yeah. Of course That's you do. That's pretty hipster, isn't it? 
Yeah. Dude, you know how much effort it takes for this? It's like it's like oils and waxes and shampoos. It literally grows on its yeah. own. Yeah, but it, yeah, it like just you, does its you, own. You thing. just got to survive yeah, in but, order for that to grow. Yeah. Remember the fro I had when I was younger? That's what my beard would look like. You don't want to have pubes looking on your face. It's just not cool. Imagine beard hair grew like horse mane. Well, we just lost the Hasidic audience. Thank you for that, Paul. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I hate rappers. <laughs> like, I love what them, but I hate do? them so much. What did you do? The DOC fucking, the first, uh, like, DOC is like, he is. We haven't talked about this. Easily. Is well, we talked. I talked about it a bit at the beginning mm-hmm. before you got here, but he was easily like when I booked him, I was just like, All right, uh, I don't normally like prep all that much. I have like two post it notes with keywords, yeah. and that's usually it. I freestyle everything. This time, I had like, I had like a chronological question construct that made a U from my left to my right, and it was still keywords, but it was like there was like eight of them, and I was like, Okay, because I wanted to like really nail this interview and so the, the the i told him like an hour beforehand i'm like okay i'm like just like no tablets or I, not an hour before like five hours before like no tablets or phones no safari just if you can use a laptop mm-hmm. with chrome which which every time i ask that now from guests i'm i'm getting a little bit of pushback as if that's asking too much yeah and i'm like really like a laptop that that's too much like with chrome even if it was an apple you could still use yeah. it just get a different browser yeah. i don't know I, I i hate it so he shows up on a fucking on a phone yeah. and it's safari and like, oh yeah and his audio is already challenged yeah right you know what I mean? yeah like he's he's got a way of talking that it's they, low you know, like, and it's I'm like not... he's quiet right so well it's like he's yeah. got one of those i lost my voice because i used to smoke too many cigarettes one of those uh, things well, you know? isn't that a, it's a weird it's a weird factoid too that it wasn't the car accident no. that fucked over his vocal cords it was when they inserted the, the trick yeah yeah oh yeah wow so great, uh, great, around, great, great, uh, great artist. Though. I like that's, that was that was my jam. That 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 like I was totally invested. I didn't care what it sounded like. But then it was literally halfway through. I'm like, James, your mic's off. Why is your mic off? <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, everything that could have gone wrong in that interview. Yeah. Went wrong. Like the interview itself wasn't bad. No, Just all the no, facts. the interview was the, great. The, the conversation was uh-huh. okay, but my audio was like stupid and his audio was, was the, uh, yeah. uh, an indication that he didn't fucking read what he said. Sure. No problem. To. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you don't have a staffer. I'm pretty sure. But like, like, I, I, you know, what's going on here anyways. Um, and it was only 20 minutes or something. It was still so great. It was, uh, it was still yeah, great. It was, it was good, good to see him. He looks good. He sounds good. You he know, like, he, like not yeah. a whole lot's changed with him. It's 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 really nice to see. So that oh, was like a blast. Know? We had a good laugh when he first came on because I was like, I was like, I don't know if Methuselah is an Egyptian king, and I ain't calling you old, but I feel like I should like bow or something. Look at that beard, right? <laughs> he starts laughing. How old is he? Yeah. It's got to be like 60 almost, right? He's nineteen. He, he was not. He, he was nineteen seventy. I think he was. Oh, so fifty. He, I think he was nineteen. Fifty-three. So he's younger than me. I think so. I could be wrong about that, but I think it's something like that. Fifty-three. Um, is is if I'm not mistaken, his debut album was well, maybe he was older than that. I thought he was nineteen. It was in nineteen eighty-nine. But the DLC age. Fifty-four. Yeah. Okay. So seventy-nine. Or uh, yeah, uh, sixty-nine. It says sixty-nine. Okay, so he'll be uh, fifty-five yeah. this year then. Yeah, I'm yeah. 55 in July. 
You're as old as the DOC? Yeah. Where's your platinum album, bitch? Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Neither do I. I don't have nothing. I wish I had a, I have one SoCan check, and I lost it. <laughs> and it was for like $3.12. You're supposed to frame those. Yeah, just frame it. Cause I know. You, That's why I kept yeah. it. And then I never had an apartment with a wall big enough to frame it. This, you know what you do is you, you frame it and you write the dude on it. Because what was it when he tried to write a check for milk at the beginning of uh, The Big Lebowski? What was it, a dollar twelve or something like that? <laughs> you remember? Really? What did he try and write a check for? Milk. Okay. I thought at the very milk. beginning of I the film. I thought he said milk. I thought he said milk. Were you trying to give us five? There, no, it sounded doing? like a milk. And I, I had to no, stop milk. the podcast there for a second. Yeah. Oh, because that's the Dutch way. Yeah, milk. No milk. Malik. 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 Isn't that what they serve at IKEA? Malk. M A L K. No, that's that's a that's, what you, that's a writing instrument. With umlauts over the A. Malk. I don't think I've ever hated a store before IKEA. I no, I hated Walmart before IKEA. That's true. I hate IKEA. I hate IKEA like it's Jesus. I'm with you. You know, like I'm with you. I get anxiety just walking through the door, and I'm not an anxious guy. And I get anxiety yeah. walking into that place just because. Really? Oh, well, they they had what they kind had those of Tarantino? Stupid... What? They, yeah. Sorry, no, I was go gonna say they had those stupid fucking arrows before COVID, and I didn't like them. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that was so demeaning. Like, uh, you don't like, I'm going to go the other way now because you fucking told me that. And then I'm, COVID. Came, I'm a contrarian, bitch. Yeah, what do you the, want then, me to do? Then COVID like, came around. It's like, oh, shit. All right. Fuck. 69 cents. There you go. For the That's what he wrote a check for 69 cents. For some reason, I thought it was $1.12. I haven't watched the movie in a few weeks. I'm going to have to throw it on again soon, I think. In a few weeks. Yeah. How many times have you watched really this just, movie? Hundreds of times. Haven't you ever watched The Big Lebowski? That's, it's that's a great good, film. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like twice, I think. It's a it's, it's a good film. Like it's, I don't know about great. Yeah, like it's, it's good. good. It's like three it's three stars. Pretty. Um, yeah. Like I had a buddy used to have a Lebowski three. fest every year, and we'd show up, and everybody'd be in bathrobes, and we'd be drinking White Russians all night long. That that wasn't for the movie though, was it? That was. <laughs> That was in we were the like, movie. The movie stole this from us. <laughs> yeah. We, we had, were doing uh, this before then. We had Gordy Johnson on from Big uh, Big Sugar a few weeks ago, and he was wearing the actual dude's sweater. Somebody oh, yeah, bought, yeah. bought it for him for Christmas because he's a huge uh, Lebowski fan. And we, we, we got into the talk about the movie, and none of us were convinced that it was as great of a movie. Oh, the more you watch it, the better. It's like, no, you just... I think you just you lull yourself into that. It's like there watching certain, Seinfeld over and over. It's, the, you just get comfortable. I think there are certain scenes in it though that I've seen actually. Then uh, someone ripped it off. It, it, maybe they meant it as a homage or whatever. But I, the scene where he throws the ashes in the air yeah. and they <laughs> it just comes back. land in the dude's face. <laughs> oh my god! Like I, that when that because I wasn't expecting that when that happened. Oh, Doug speaking of not expecting that, hello, Doug. Hello, hello, everybody. everybody. Hi, pal. How are you? This is like classic casual Friday. It OG. Is. Going back. Yeah. <laughs> OG with, with, with great value, Saddam Hussein. Um, and, oh, my God. Saying, yeah. Whenever you want to get that ball rolling, you let me know because I can do it. How are you, Douglas? Oh, I am doing really well. I'm a little low energy, but that's okay. That's just because get I some came wine back in you. Yeah, really, I should. Uh, I came you're, back. Not, you're not supposed to say that. You're just supposed to see if we know. Yeah. Well, I, ca- I had a big, big meal with my sweetie. I took him out to dinner to celebrate uh, the fact that he uh, finished teaching one of his courses. So, well, congratulations. We'll celebrate. Celebrate. celebrate everything? Yeah. yeah, why not? Why not celebrate everything? Life is a party. 
I guess so. Yeah, it just seems. I guess I, maybe celebration for me is so foreign now that I like. Was it? It was my birthday last week. I have no. I don't remember. Like, you know, I passed the chorus. Let's go celebrate. What? I want to be there. Can I go celebrate? With Absolutely. You the chorus is passed. Okay. Good. Absolutely. Thanks for saving us, Douglas. <laughs> what was going on before I got here? <laughs> oh, you, oh missed you, you missed it with Spenny. It got dark, dude. It oh. ended. It ended on a Spenny's, high note. It was Spenny. Easily Spenny's best appearance. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> it was funny, but <laughs> okay. Now I got to go put my daughter to bed. Oh, dude. That's what was funny about it. It's like an aristocrats thing. You got to look yep. at it with the mindset oh, yeah. of it's all jokes. totally. There's that no was victims. total Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. That's what that was. That was that was a Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That makes me that that makes me like like he is so Gilbert Godfrey meets Larry David or something mm-hmm. like like they had a baby. Or yeah, something, you know what I mean. Like because because he's just his natural personality <laughs> is is sort of like that deer in the headlights, but still like witty and stuff. Like it's weird, and and, and it's he. There's no one like him in this country. I don't think like as far as the way that he delivers the his. his his comedic chops yeah. or whatever. I'm actually you get a little mad sometimes that that Kenny has so many more followers. <laughs> that, that upsets me sometimes. <laughs> I think that was the setup, though. Just to summarize it for you, Douglas, um, he uh, um, he ended and he left on a uh, uh, underage incest joke after telling us that he felt up his cousin. If that helps, yeah, that's right. And yeah, that he enjoyed true. incest porn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I told him to go tuck his daughter. After yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh well, he oh, told us that yeah. was actually what he was doing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Classic That's what he Spenny. Said he was doing. So I just reminded him that he had to go tuck his daughter. Classic Spenny. Classic Spenny. I see. So I arrived at the just the right time then. Yeah. yeah. So now yeah, top so. that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the splatter of his of his dirty joke probably will. Stain your shirt, but you know. <laughs> See, now, now my first instinct is like, well, what do you think about? And I wanted to say something, but I really can't think of anything worse than incest. I, so yeah, right. I'm stumped. Oh, there's some shit worse than incest. <laughs> well, yes, Obviously, I guess right? there are, but you know, mass murder. Yes, is probably worse than having sex with a family member. Although, what about, the, what about this hottie? Though? <laughs> Ooh. That's worse than incest. Damn. That's worse than incest. Who's that? That's John Tory, former that's, former that's mayor that. of Toronto. John the Gigolo Tory. Did he resign yet? Yeah, he did earlier today. Fresh, freshly former. Oh, shit, I didn't really? That. Yeah, it's been a big oh, day. Yeah, yeah. He had. Oh, an I thought he just caught in the scandal, and we were about to see him try to navigate no. it. But he's just resigned immediately. I take three hours off for dinner, and that's what I said. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, 4Kids Flashback. 4Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. You know what that means? I'll tell you exactly what that means from a crisis management point of view for him. That means that his wife 
wanted too much for him to stay in because that's the deal i was going to say earlier that when you see the dejected wife when a when a male politician talks about his infidelities and you see like in the backdrop or right beside him the wife that looks stern but still there supporting her man but stern they usually crisis a crisis management person told me this they usually have cut deals where it's like i'll stay with you for the next year and give you the pr that you need after the next election, I can do whatever the fuck I want, mm-hmm. and you can give me $5 million. Yeah, that's Melania. Like Hillary Clinton's deal was probably... Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, it was know, very like, house of fuck. cards, I bet. Um, yeah, yeah. You're, Rob, you're back in my run for president. You got that, right? I love, I love, I love the left. <laughs> I love the left lean. Yeah, and, and the other twist, if anybody's not seen that show, what, what he was into. But um, the other... I love the twist of the left. The, like the, the 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 hard lefties when it comes mm. to conspiracies on the hard left. My favorite guy for that is Rob Gill on Twitter. Oh yeah, and yeah, he yeah. just said something perfect. He said, "I bet you, Doug Ford leaked John Tory's story to take the spotlight off him after those thousand dollar donations for uh, his kids." Uh, oh yeah, he's probably not. Ro- he's probably that not right. Who broke the story? Was it a post? I don't know. CBC. Who- I saw, uh, that's where I got it. Was on the CBC. Oh, really? I just got an alert on CBC News World. Just send it to my phone. I wonder who broke it, though. I wonder who the reporter was know. that first yeah. found out. Because if it was a post media, then then that conspiracy theory starts to make a little right. bit yeah, a lot more sense. Because the connecting yeah. tissue would be like Warmington yeah, or some or, shit. Yeah, you know, Lily. Like, yeah. <laughs> Lily doesn't break stories. He just writes what they tell That's him. Right. Who was um, it? the former pre- president of France a few years back? Um he got into hot water when with his mistress and it wasn't because he had a mistress because it's no. France. They're like, it's they're, normal, that's yeah. to be expected. He's a powerful man. He has yeah, a mistress. It's normal. Yep. The reason they got pissed at him was he put her in government housing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the taxpayers were paying for her housing and that was verboten. They're like, we don't care that he has a mistress. He should have a mistress, but we don't want to pay for her housing. He should pay that out of his own damn pocket. Well. Yeah, no one cared. The press didn't care though back in the day about um like JFK made Bill Clinton look like a Oh yeah. 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 You know. Plus he had better taste in women. Marilyn oh. Monroe. <laughs> yeah. Like Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton's taste in women. Was, what was yeah. it? Bill Maher said he, he so when the He was the Michael only good Lewinsky, Kennedy for that though. The other one Teddy was uh, a, Teddy was terrible. a great senator but a horrible date, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go for a Sunday drive? No, no. no. Yeah, I think I'll uh, take an Uber. Do they have Uber back then? No. <laughs> oh, 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 you people. The, uh, the story about Tori is out on uh, crier.co if you'd like to go and read it. Uh, Dean has posted a, uh, a good article on there about it. So it's there. Awesome. Nice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That was the, that was a David Wall. That's a this is a David Wallace story. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yes. That, 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 and, and what I mean is there's someone behind the scenes, like a guy like David Wallace that found the report. Like reporters don't just go sniffing around with a magnifying glass and find an affair. Someone tells them, right? Like it always lands on their lap. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not like they go seek it. So they'll get a call. That's what happened. That's what Robin Doolittle literally made her bones. Because she happened to answer the phone yeah. when the guy was calling about Rob Ford and the crack thing, and, and, and that she just got lucky, right? Like, well, and she's and just a good writer right? too. But yes, that she's was the really luck of the draw. Speed talker. Yeah, she's really good. Speed the, uh, that was the luck of the draw, though. That one, literally. I mean, because she'd probably still be toiling away. Got that one. What was the uh, what was the JFK Jr. Um, what was it that he missed most about Hyannisport? The runway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? oh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm still stuck on the Kennedys. 
clearly. Uh, how, how long is it uh, uh, Kennedy to change a light bulb? Nobody knows. They don't outlast the light bulbs. <laughs> Jesus. Era. Era, this is horrible. Get me out, Era. You, you know what? Oh. You, you could trim the fat on that joke and be like, how long do, uh, yeah, how many can you take to, to, to change a bro? You have to use the word broken. You don't use the word broken because then you can just go, nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> Well, what was it Bill Maher said many, many years ago when, when the Lewinsky-Clinton scandal was taking place? He's like, so let me see if I get this correct. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. He's in the office working. He's on the phone to a senator. He was just desperate and needed something. He just looked out into the, looked, poked his head out of the office and said, hey, you, get on in here. That'll You'll do. do. <laughs> I'm like, that's terrible because I've actually interacted with Ms. Lewinsky multiple times on Twitter. She's a lovely person. She was the very first cyber bullied victim. Um, yeah. And she, she was totally bullied by, she was the most bullied person in the world. Oh, by far. By Imagine far. Imagine if the internet existed back then. Oh, she Jesus. was just like S and D, man. Let, leave her be. She was just. Yeah. Oh, then, what she did, fine with, you know. And and she's, I've, I saw her interviewed about a year ago on the Dan, you know, Dan Rather has his uh, interview series. I don't, it used to be on HDNet now. I think it's just on YouTube. And occasionally CBS will throw something up there, but uh, he had a, a one-hour sit-down with her, and uh, yeah, she's she's a remarkable person. The, the way she rose above all of that shit. <laughs> He's like oh, the rod. Like, oh, he goes, other than other than that, Miss Kennedy, how did you like the ride of the new Lincoln? <laughs> you know, what she said it's very airy. <laughs> no wait, magic, magic. Magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Because of the bullet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I still don't think it was just Oswald. Am I alone oh, now? No, because when this, I grew up, no, it was like no, no, no. it wasn't just Oliver Stone that said it. It was everybody. Like, like how the grassy knoll. See the footage. The grassy How knoll. how does this? Yeah. Go like make a guy go like that if the bullet from behind it like, doesn't. How does that yeah, yeah. Like, is there a weird thing I don't know about in physics where if you get hit in a bullet in the back of the head and it comes out the front, either you go like this or something like that? No. Like, is it, I don't know. Maybe, did he have Tourette's? Like, that was just the well, last symptom? Not to mention the fact fuck, that the, the back of his head blew out. Could you imagine? Oh God, Listen to me. Oh fuck. God, too soon. That's way too soon. <laughs> way too soon? Yeah, yeah. November 22nd, 1963. We're good. I've never been on. <laughs> What was that? How does that sound? Popping up all I've the time. never been on live television before. <laughs> it's the apparently kid. <laughs> oh, is that you, Paul, yeah. doing that though? Yeah. Because okay. Ryan and I have the same soundboard. We have the same mixing console. Okay. I feel like I'm at the mercy of you two on my own show sometimes. <laughs> just like wait, waiting for Jordan Peterson to talk about pornography and masturbation. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Which is fine sometimes, but it's just a little loud, so it becomes like I'm going to kill you, Jordan. I'm going to stab you right in the fucking arrogance. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Admitting it is the first step, poodle. I, I, I'm trying to make this episode. Believe it or not, this is like the politest, the most polite that I get because I was so embarrassed 
from last episode when I was like, uh, you know, saying things that just didn't land right and, and expecting my colleagues to bail me out instead of like, uh, like a little bit of a silence. A good friend and, bails and, you and, out and eventually. Like my, literally my thoughts leaked out of my cry hole at such a rapid pace that at one point I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, like in my own head. Why am I saying these things out loud? See, a friend, the difference between a friend and a good friend is a friend bails you out. A good friend bails you out eventually. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get down that road because that's what got me Here's into that rope. in the first place, Douglas. Here's the rope. <laughs> Here's some more rope. Did you order more rope? Now I have to, now I have to disagree with Douglas, which also is rope. Here's some rope. Right? Like, that's <laughs> the old saying, a good friend will bail you out of jail. A great friend is sitting beside you in the cell going, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, here, fishy, 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 fishy. Fresh fish, fresh fish. And it's fat ass by a mile. <laughs> I love that movie. I think that might be my favorite movie. If I really like, if there was someone's like Desert Island, what movie won't get sick of? I'd be like Shawshank. Fuck. You know, like, it would have to be. I think what movie could I watch the way you watch The Big Lebowski? It would. It would probably Shaw- be that. Shawshank. That was. It's almost a perfect movie. That it was is the really longest night of his life. It really is. That's my it's, best uh... Morgan Freeman. Andy Could Dufresne you was a was... bird that couldn't be I caged. Thought was... My good friend, Andy Dufresne. Yeah. So you guys have moved to Straw Shop, and I'm still stuck on fat ass. I'm imagining having Shaw a dog. Or... Shawshank. Shawshank, and I'm still stuck on fat ass. I'm imagining having a, like a dog or a cat named Fat Ass, and you're out the door. Fat ass, come on, <laughs> fat ass. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like a Bollywood <laughs> remake, Shawshank. Shawshank. The Shawshank Redemption. Somebody comes dancing out from behind a tree. <laughs> it's carved in there. It says, "Sharp Deep was here." Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we're in trouble for that. If I heard so in much trouble. as a mouse farting here. I, oh, I love swear Bollywood to Christ, movies. you'll all visit the infirmary. <laughs> <laughs> Dufresne, you better be sick or dead. I shit you not. I love yep. that movie. I love everything. There's actually, I had a, uh, a stint in my old office when I worked for uh, for Air, Le- Air Liquide Canada, and uh, we had the old system of like a PA where you would actually mm-hmm. pick up a phone and it would go over the speakers. And my office had a window in the door and somebody was at the door and I had the door locked and I put my feet on the desk and I started, I don't know what that old lady, fat lady was singing about, but <laughs> I put, yeah, I put, yeah. I put it on. Like I, I looked up the actual song from YouTube yeah, and like yeah. put it over the speakers and everybody was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah, that's, Former employee. That's, that's like your, that's like your uh, Jack Nicholson. Uh, yeah. In the back of the freezer. I'm that yeah. asshole in the office, just so you know. You were that guy. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Did you also sell brown paper bag lunches at one point? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a fan of. Uh, I'm not a fan of anything in an office. Like I don't like camaraderie in offices. I think it's fucking fake and it feels shitty. It feels stupid. Like when mm-hmm. let's have a birthday cake for fucking Sally. I, I like Elaine in Seinfeld when she, when she yeah. gets sick about the. That's me. I fucked the. Just leave me the fuck alone. I, I'm not. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to work, right? Yeah, earn money. Yeah. So I would take the opposite, and I would just be a dick about shit sometimes, and I would just do random funny things every once in a while. And I had like we had we had I, of course I had friends in the office, but most of them weren't pals, right? So, <laughs> so you were this. So in the office, because we all know I've worked in offices. 
Um, there, there, there's certain characters. So you were the standoffish yeah. guy. Right? I, yeah, I yeah. Actually, Jen, Jen brings up a good point. I can't remember where I told the story, but I did. Um, they were having a going away party <laughs> for me when I was when I quit, and I didn't even show up. I told them to order. I wanted lunch. I told them what I wanted for the lunch. They ordered this. They bailed. catered the lunch in for everybody in the office, and I said, "That's my going away present for all you guys. I'm leaving," and I didn't even go. So. Yeah, yeah, that was. Did, I, I hope the only party I skip for me would be my funeral because that mean I'd be still alive. Somewhere. Yeah, that that's that, my dad. That would be weird. But other than that, uh, I think I was. I skipped my prom, like graduation ceremony, everything. I skipped it all. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm like, do I have my diploma? They're like, yeah. I'm like, so I don't have to do anything. They're like, no. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm peace out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> fuck <laughs> this. Why? Graduation? Why stick around for yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah, the bare minimum. Skate by. If I was dating, if I was dating Douglas, I'd probably go to Disney World or some shit. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, he celebrates everything he said, right? Like, fuck. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh look, they Absolutely. put new paper towel in the bathroom. Let's have a party about it. Like, <laughs> whoop, yeah. whoop, whoop, whoop. Who's bringing the cake? Get the yeah, you know what? I envy, I envy him for that. I envy, I envy people like you. Oh, I think you brought the cake. You're not even carrying anything, but you brought the cake, honey. Yeah, there's a company I worked at many, many years ago that used to say, we're, we're, we're a family here. I'm like, you're not my family. No, no, we're a family here. Great. Dad, um, you don't pay me enough. Give me more money. Well, we don't, we don't. I thought you said we were a family. If I called up my real father and said, I need money, he'd give me money. This proves you're capable of lying. I'm like, no, you're my, you're my employer. That's Oh, we're family. Oh, great. So, uh, that means I'm not coming for Easter and I'm telling you I'm coming for Christmas, but I will cancel the last minute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The British employee. (laughs) Uh, Don't get me wrong. I love my coworkers, uh, but we're, we're coworkers. That's it. We, We don't see each other outside of work. It's like, we're at work. That's it. We finish our day. We all go home. And we're great at work, but we're not family. We're just coworkers, and we're very friendly, very con- 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 uh, congenial. But it's our job, and when you go home, that's your private life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked in the walk- when I worked in offices. It was always <coughs> excuse me. Were you the copy <coughs> guy, um, Steve-O, no, making I was the copies, the, I, copy or Steve? I was I was the customer service rep. Uh, like I, when I was like young, young, like my first job ever was a telemarketing job for a home improvement company. And I had a bunch of telemarketing jobs until I went to college because I was really fucking good. So while you're on the phone to me all the fucking time. <laughs> no, seriously, okay. buy my um, timeshare, man. For other reasons. <laughs> What's that? Seriously, buy my timeshare. No, and, cu- and, then, and then customer service. And the problem with the job was that I could do it well, but it bothered me so much. That I would like my ADHD would just kick in. I put down the phone and I wander. I'd flirt with women <laughs> shamelessly. I would fucking like go out for cigarettes and joints. I come back into it. And when I was in sales, I would do the same thing. But my numbers were always fucking sky high. So they didn't know what to do with me. I've had so many meetings. Where it was like, oh, it literally they say shit like this, James. We know that you bring the juice and that you bring the fire, but we can't have you. Gabbing with Stephanie all the time, and going out, for, going out for cigarettes without saying anything, and hardly ever being at your desk. How, how do you get the numbers so high? I'm like, I don't know. I just fucking talk to people. Do you need to do for a job like that? One job fucking f- fired me 
because you, you sign this thing, it's like a probationary period, but they also hold on to your commissions until after you pass the probationary period, or oh, they just... That's scum. So, like, literally a day before, I was, like, I, I won, like, the award for, like, highest numbers of the last week or whatever, and I was just killing it. They owed me, like, $3,200 in commissions, and they fucking fired of me. Of course, and you never And I was them. like, yeah. for what? They're, for, for what? They're like, oh, there's a number of things. I'm like, you didn't give me a warning? Like, can you tell me what it's for? They're like, technically, we don't have to tell you what it's for. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, but you're going to be a, and my last words were like, so you're just going to be a cocksucker and not tell me and and expect me not to know that it's because you owe me $3,000. Is that really what you're doing? James, sorry, sorry. I was good. Nice having you. And I was like, fucking like, I just want to like that shit. Like, like that. I ran into that all the time. And I know I invited a lot of it because I was literally the same guy. Shocked. Like, like, you know, shocked. Yeah. I was just. Because if my manager was like one time, like I would like, I'd have conversations with managers. I'm like. I just, what I'm telling you is, I think I found a way to like double your sales numbers for this particular product if you add this. Mm -hmm. That's all it will take. Mm -hmm. And like everybody else was like, yeah, great idea. Except the guy that made the decision. He'd be like, yeah, I just don't think it. And I'm like, you're fucking stupid. (laughs) Like I would say that. I would just say that. (laughs) Well, you're fired. Yeah, I know. Fuck off. Like. I because I, I knew I would. I just I didn't have it in me. Douglas, you know, I came from a dysfunctional home, and I didn't understand. Like it, to me, that was like being so polite that the queen was there. If I had to sit sit in the space, they told me to sit. Yeah. In. Like I just I, I'm not wired like that. I, mm-hmm. I can't. A cubicle is like a a, a a beehive hole, whatever those things are called. What they call them in the in Generation X, the novel, uh, veal fat need pens. Yeah. Uh, I, I gotta awful. know, Douglas. Have you ever been fired from a job? I couldn't see anybody ever firing you for anything. No, sort of. Yes. Really? What? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Not uh, constructively dismissed. I mean, fired. Okay. It, it was getting there. Yeah, uh, one of my first jobs uh, ever uh, when I was in high school. I uh, got a job working at Arby's, and I let them know that I was very, very school year oriented so i didn't want more than 12 hours per week and i didn't want to do any closings okay because i wanted to keep my grades up because i was poor right mm-hmm. and if i wasn't getting scholarships i wasn't going to university yeah right so uh and within a after about a week they had me called they were calling me all the time when somebody couldn't come in and take a shift and then they had me doing closings and all of a sudden i was doing like 17 to 20 hours and closings and and then about like three weeks in, they come in and they have a sit down with me. And, and, I, and all this time I said no to no shit. I, I accepted all the shifts and I did the closings and did all the work. And mm-hmm. they said, we get the feeling you don't really want to work. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I said 12 hours. What the fuck with this 20 hour shit? I quit on the spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess like, that would oh, be like a Really? Course. Really? Yeah. Because I said none good of that, none of that. And within two weeks, you violated all of that. And I just said no to any... I, I took yeah. every single shift and then you're thinking to me it's like it's like seems like excuse me but for where i'm sitting i see that i'm the only one who does want to work and they called <laughs> you doug. The one who shows up. didn't they, they call you doug is that was a problem see, yeah. <laughs> they, call, was, they called I you didn't... doug didn't they they really just like it was my first job and they like i always had this, this sense for some reason of um you could say a lot of things about me and things will like roll over roll off my yeah. back but it's like you just come and tell me, he's like, I don't think you want to work. And it's like, and I've been busting my hump. It's like, it's just like, turn around. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go not work somewhere else. I'm out, bitch. <laughs> Someone else. Yeah, get time, I, I, was working, <laughs> I was working for this company for like two months once. 
And all of a sudden, like, I, it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm working for an illegal pharmaceutical distribution company. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. This is awesome. So I, I was like, I found out that the doctor that I was referring all of my uh, clients mm-hmm. to, right, were just like Jen, the girl that I bought acid from down the hall. <laughs> like, 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 she's not a doctor, right? Like, you know. Okay, Barry called, Sherman's uh, dead now. You can talk about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, this is like this is like 2005, 2006. And so when I saw so it was like uh it was a dark time as many times were back then, but like I was like uh you know, it, it, all of a sudden I was like Jesus Christ, I'm doing am I doing illegal things? And then I'm like of course I am. I'm I'm, re-new, I'm renewing I'm renewing Vicodin prescriptions just via phone calls. Yeah, that's like, totally not legal. That Still got was that my pad, job by the way. And I made <laughs> yeah, yeah. call me it was just like it was so anyways um i think i kind of knew but i just didn't want to i didn't care it was a paycheck yeah but then when i found out how it worked i was like this is like absurd and so um i, I had the bright idea of going to the manager and sitting down and having a closed door meeting and be like so i'm realizing the operation that you have going on here and uh you know, i gotta illegal. say like you know if I could, if I could, if I get a boost in my pay, I think you'd really see some benefit in that or something. I can't remember what he said. And he, and he just let me go on right away. So I, so, so I went to the, I, I went to the showed police. your whole dick, did you? <laughs> I, I went to the police and I'm like, there's an illegal pharmaceutical <laughs> telemarketing hub down the street. Of course you did, you piece of shit. I don't know. The only, <laughs> I only ever got fired once. They were, they were feeding drug addicts. Illegally, they're heroin, basically. Oh, right? yeah, like that's yeah. what that, that they made money through addiction. They were like the 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 white collar version of Bumpy Johnson. You know? like, <laughs> that's what they did, Grumpy Johnson. <laughs> um, yeah, I got fired once. I was uh, I was a teenager, and my buddy's dad owned a Pioneer gas bar, and got us all jobs. Like all of my friends' friends worked at this gas bar, and we and I worked there for like probably three years, like as a student great time and it was a full serve gas bar and then it they did renovations and it became like a half full serve half self-serve right so we still worked the full serve side because we didn't want to work in the in in the store we liked working outside and working like we had fun and uh (laughs) it was probably close to the end we used to always work the afternoon shifts the three to elevens right and uh we would close the 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 full serve at 11 o'clock and uh it was probably quarter to eleven. We didn't. Everything's counted. You had to count your the packs of smokes and like you you count everything. You count your money. Bonus bucks was still paper, so you had to count yeah. fucking bonus bucks five cents at a fucking time. And um, so when closing came, it was time to fucking go. And this guy came at probably quarter to ten to eleven and fill it up, check the oil, fill the fucking windshield washer. Can you wipe the windows? Can you wipe them again? There's a streak there. Can you wipe? Finally, it was like one of those, fuck this. And I just like took his money, took his fucking, I just shut his head. I'm like, I'm out. Turned out that was a secret shopper. Uh, and Pioneer used to employ oh. secret shoppers. I got, and I'm, I'll bet you, I, I should probably call him and find out if this is still a thing. He sold it, but he still got connections in there. But I received the worst review that Pioneer petroleum said ever received <laughs> and my friend's dad had to fire me they told oh, him yeah. 
as um, a franchisee, uh, you you have to fire that guy. <laughs> so that was it for me. <laughs> I was literally oh, wow. slammed the hood and said, fuck this. <laughs> You're fucking insufferable. And that was it. I was... That was it. That was my, the last of my petroleum distribution engineering was right there. <laughs> I had to go. I've been fired, like, honestly, like 20 times in my life. Really, eh? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, some of them were, like, uh, maybe half of them were just like, oh, clearly you should have been fired. And then a bunch of them were like, clearly that was unfair. And then, uh, and you know, like, whatever. I, I, I don't know. There was so many variety of people firing me like i don't even know where to start like it's just restaurants restaurants are the worst because you have temperamental owners yeah Yeah. and sometimes the owners will walk in after six hours of madness Mm -hmm. where if it wasn't for you that kitchen would have fallen apart like immediately because i used to run like ryan i'm I'm certain you're a better like cook than i am but i've cooked for like you know yeah i worked in kitchens in in, like in like in like bars right like and so yeah yeah, so like quesadilla type level yeah, shit, yeah. right and, yeah. and sometimes you get to be Pub crazy, snacks, right? yeah. and that's it yeah but i ran a one-man kitchen on uh on a queen street bar in the beaches in toronto um called my place and it was like it could only serve at one time like 12 tables but still that's 12 tables. yeah no shit for one person it's a lot i was washing dishes i was prepping i was cu- I, literally, literally everything Fuck that. and like oh my well the prep at the beginning of the night was key to everything i had to predict i'm like well i don't know what the fuck i'm like why don't we just cut the menu down to this that and the other thing and that's it and we don't offer anything else on the menu except those three things so that we can have a night where i'm not gonna go crazy and then the owners will walk in after that after you you clean everything you fucking the last dish is there you spent an hour and a half doing it after the last meal that you put and he walks in and he literally says hey uh cole hauser you know, uh, is is back there, and he wants uh, he wants a burger with fried onions. You mind doing that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I fucking do that. Like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Why why do I care if it's Cole Hauser? Like, you're he's like an actor. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? Like, sure, he was on Goodwill Hunting for two seconds, yep. right? Like, you know, Ooh. I, I don't care. I think he plays you know, Jughead now, show. doesn't he? He actually has been in a couple good movies, and he's played a couple good roles. I'm not even trying not to. Not back then, though. But I, <laughs> no, no. But I cleaned up. This was 2010. Yeah. But, but but I but but I cleaned up everything. Back then, that bitch like, was basic. Like, and the grill was off. And like it was just such bad form. Yeah. It was like it was honestly because because you know who else would ask you to do that at that time when, after you do that, like a, a young server mm-hmm. that's been there for like a week. Yeah. They would ask you, and you're like, no, stupid. The fucking shit's closed. <laughs> like, you know? We've all seen the film Waiting, right? Yeah, it's pretty startlingly accurate. Yeah. Like, I, Ryan, have you worked in a lot of kitchens? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had friends yeah. that owned restaurants, and and it was never on a on a pro level, but I I did uh, I did my fair share of uh, deep frying and uh, yeah. everything. Like you say, it's like those one man shows, right? And then some nights, it's like, oh, we're gonna do a two for one wing night. It's like with one guy in the oh. kitchen, you fucks, you yeah, know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. thanks a lot. Yeah, it was uh, it was some. I'm gonna blanch eighteen pounds of wings now. You fuck. Learned a yeah. lot though, man. It was great. It, and then it, <laughs> I learned that you shouldn't throw ice cubes in deep fryers when somebody's standing next the, to them no don't yeah. do that yeah um yeah i i, I learned that when you're working with a a helper that is five foot five not to swing freezer doors open right knock them out cold on the floor and have ambulances show up because it's bad for business apparently yeah, Bad reflex. His elbow should have yeah. been smashed, not his head. That's not your fault, right? I know. That's what I said. Like, 
<laughs> if you not not seen that movie, if you walk beside a freezer and you know the door opens the way it opens, have you, you not? Don't walk. Yeah, yeah. Like, have, have you yeah. not seen the founder? Like when they they did the choreography for McDonald's yeah, yeah, workers. Yeah, yeah. You're not with me in step. Yeah, they get the fuck out of my kitchen. So. If it blocks an entire laneway when it opens, then you got to tell your boss that it's probably a violation of something because like that's you can't have that's it right. like that. Like you know, people always put shelves there or something, so you have to go like this. It was it was literally a, a place of, hey, smell the chicken wings. Okay, one more day. <laughs> it was one of those places. So yeah, you learn a lot when you when you work in kitchens. And you know what you learn? The first thing is, is don't eat in a fucking restaurant. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, the amount of butter, the amount of butter that you use in in the in the kitchen, yeah. the amount of deep fried everything, and the combination of the bread having butter and cheese, and then the deep fried thing and mm. whatever the fuck, and it's just oh, it's very yep. bad for you. Very bad for you. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was fun though. I I loved it. Like any, you had like we'd have DJs out like, and they they would they would get busy, and it was mm-hmm. a fun job. Like it was actually like. I wish I wish you could make more money doing it because I would do that rather than what I do now. Right? So it's a travesty that you shouldn't. It. No, it, it's a travesty. You know, restaurants are not run properly. The business model of a restaurant, Horrible. I think, COVID proved that is it's hanging by a thread always. Always, um, especially in cities. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, the the margins are so fucking thin. Yeah. Like like I think that you know I know this sounds like really socialist like you know Scandinavian kind of country idea which actually I don't think is that bad but like the idea of a f- imagining a future where restaurants are places where the people that go there bring their own shit for the food to sit on you know what mm-hmm. I mean and the restaurants have like systems in place that donate food to like freeze it and donate it mm-hmm. to like homeless shelters or something and it's a system that it kind of f- sort of works to feed itself yeah. because you can't be out of business for a week and then lose your business that's fucking no. crazy and it happens to it's actually not a bad idea one of the big issues with the restaurant industry in, in north america is that it's it's largely based on the sale of alcohol because the mm. food there's zero margin so the alcohol is where they make their money yep. whereas in europe it's the other way around the alcohol is dirt cheap yeah. but the the food is where they actually have a good margin built in and and you got also got to remember you can make it a career in europe where i do know career servers in this country and in this city but it's it's people who have been really dedicated and have a, a loyal following of clients and you know because in Europe you can you can work your whole life as a server or a waiter or waitress whatever title you want to put on it because they pay them a decent wage. You to can call with. it a career server here, but it's not really a career. Like let's, not like let's it is face there. It. It's not mm-hmm. a livable. I, and and it's and the back of the house and the front of the house. The wage gap is stupid. yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Like 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 the back of that. Honestly, if you're the the main grill guy in the back of a busy bar, mm-hmm. there's no way you should be getting paid less than any server, including tips. Oh, that's for ridiculous. Sure. Like, and that's the way it is everywhere. Yeah, it's brutal. You know, like like there's a, it's it's the 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 veteran server that like nails that place. My buddy was working at uh, one of the Dukes and. He was there for like twelve years or something like that, and they kept on asking him to be manager. He's like, "Why? So I can cut my pay?" Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Why would I do that? I have a coworker. So they never let him go, but yeah. coworker who worked uh, for a number of years at a uh, a big chain restaurant here in Ottawa. They have them all over on all over Canada. Actually, I'm not going to say the name, but why? Uh, she, we don't know who it well, is, so you can say the name. It's Boston Pizza. Yeah. Don't worry. No, about no, no, because they were a client of mine for a long time. So I don't want to badmouth anybody publicly. But uh, she was, as a server, her last year there, she earned $90,000. And that was like three years ago as a server working like 20 hours a week. 
they offered her a manager's position. Now, not the GM, but like an assistant management position. You go on salary. It's great. You get benefits. She goes, oh, okay, what, what's the starting salary? $45,000. She goes, are you out of your mind? You think I want to work 60 hours a week for half the money? I work 20 right now and I pull in 90. No, I'm out of here. She quit. Yeah, I just told that story. And also, you? Um, 20, there's no way. Yeah, I did. Well, basically, uh, there's no way that, that she worked 20 hours a week. No, she didn't. A year. That's, that's a, that's a, that's no. a bold-faced lie if it was an actual. That, that no, is they, like they, $81 beers. She's no, lying no. to you unless yeah, she's. No, because. I'll take a Zima. I know the numbers. That's $141. Yeah. I know the yeah. numbers at this restaurant. I know the numbers that they do. They were a client of mine. I used to take care of all their AV services. I know the numbers they did. They set the record in Canada the first year they were open. What company is it? It's a, it's a big steakhouse style company. And it's not the keg, but it's similar to that. Come a Canyon on. Creek. No. Ruth Chris. No. Or Chris, whatever the fuck it is. Joey. <laughs> hey, wait, you're not capable of lying. So we could keep getting it. If we nail it and you say no, I just told you. Joey, Joey. 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 That's the name of the restaurant. That's a chain. Joey. That isn't, yes. yes. No one knows Joey. What's a Joey? They have them all over Toronto. Yes. Toronto. Toronto. You, Toronto. What are you from America? Yeah, I'm from yeah. America. They, they they go from coast so to coast. Are you malfunctioning tonight, Paul? Yeah, a little, little, bit, little bit. Well, I, I'm not drinking right now, so yeah, a little bit of malfunction. maybe that's the malfunction. Yeah. Yeah. I need some alcohol in my bloodstream or blood in my alcohol stream. Either way, I'm still not 100. <laughs> percent I'll make it. I'll make it. Uh, oh, man. things are getting funny. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard. I've never heard of it. Another. I've never heard of a Joey. Really? Joey? Oh yeah, yeah. Never. They're nice. Oh, okay. think, think of the keg. Is that like but a short nicer. form for something else? Yeah. Think of the keg, but much like nicer. Like, <laughs> I'm fucking Google Joey Steakhouse yeah. <laughs> and see what the fuck. And all the the the, uh, the servers they hire tend to be models, and they train them how to serve. It's the ultimate in casual dining. Casual dining, totally. Well, it's for casual food. Friday, we should do it. We should do a joint. Open thing. the menu don't, up. Don't say anything James, bad. Jump. Don't say anything about. Tell, tell me, tell me, <laughs> tell me prices on that menu. They're not outrageous uh, at all, actually. They're so not. then, how are you making where, ninety where, grand in, a, a year in tips? Because you're making, you're making like, working is, twenty hours Barlow a week. Chanel, you're making ten grand in Barlow salary, Chanel, so you're making Crowfoot eighty thousand dollars in the, tips. What else is she doing? Seats four hundred. <laughs> oh wait. yeah, she, it's a and big how many restaurant. People does she serve. Oh, they get people in and out of there quickly, man. Trust me. And the way they do it is so you take so. I'm telling you, it's like twenty dollar average. You will have four people waiting on you for your meal, so she can run twenty tables. So you're splitting the tip between four people. Okay. No, because you have servers Dude. who from the bar who will bring you your, your food. You have all the food runners and the drink runners. She just takes the service, comes back to check on you periodically. But you have all these bar runners and serve staff that come up to make sure everything's. Are you are you shit. certain this wasn't a movie? Are you certain this wasn't a movie that you saw? Yeah, <laughs> I know the place. It's my, it's my co-worker. Did she add I know a the zero? Place well. No, yeah, that was her yeah. third I'm year. I'm a little yeah. concerned about the facts of this yeah. story because of all things. Is she selling um, cocaine in the bathroom? Be honest. Nothing like that. Now listen, can I give you a little bit of advice? You don't have to get married to the twenty hours thing to make the story still legit. Well, it's, and making the point you want. She to could make. have been working more than that. Scheduled for twenty That's hours. Right. Okay. She was scheduled for twenty hours. Oftentimes, as you know, in the restaurant industry, your shift will run longer because they'll ask you to let another one. Could you work a double shift? But on average, she was 20 hours a week. I have to go park my Rolls Royce, guys. Excuse me for a second. Okay, let me know how that goes. <laughs> uh, we just busting your balls. Paul. I know. 
I don't know what accent this is. Uh, <laughs> sort of a North, uh, North England. Like a guy. North, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Caddy, caddy, caddy. Is it St. Swimming's Day already? <laughs> like, what's that one? Is that like <laughs> Southern England? I don't know. I don't even know where anything is. Uh... <laughs> Tra la 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 la. I, did... <clears throat> I, I think that we should. Um... Oh, wait. I. Um... I did this. Did this. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll send that next week, actually. But I did this in rhyme um, in, entirely in British accent about being like a really rich person and not caring about anything but my richness. Um, and I sent it to a British person um, who I know, Richard Marsh, actually. Mm-hmm. And he he still, even though it was rapping and it was a British accent, because it was rapping and he was in a cult until like six days ago, um, <laughs> he didn't understand any of it. <laughs> And I'm like, I made it for you. Like, it's British. Because you're like, I don't understand I don't anything. So it, I was man. like, hello. Blah, 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 you know, and I was like, I did it in the British. And he's like, yeah, but the rap, but the rapping part, I just didn't get it. He didn't even know hip hop existed, like, until like an hour ago. Yeah. Or whatever, right? <laughs> like, he, it was, you know what I mean? Uh, you. It's uh, funny because. You. Yeah, you. Didn't you he, kill my brother? Rich, Rich, being friends with Richard Marge makes me realize how often I reference pop culture in my jokes. Because he doesn't get any of because it. Because he doesn't. And he says so. He's like, I don't know, James, if I have to remind you that I that I don't like know any pop culture references because I'll do like Sopranos things or or like or like I because I my go to sometimes is like, what is it? The first hole I dug. Right. Or something. And uh, he'd be like, I, I don't I don't know what you mean. I'm like, it's a good fantasy, right? Like, come on, you know, just give me something, you know, but he doesn't get any of them. It's hilarious. It's actually kind of weirdly refreshing because he's still a good conversationalist and everything. It's not like but it shows you how much um, our brains are filled with. Mm-hmm. Like pop media culture memories, junk, yeah. Oh yeah. Them, you know? Well, it's like yeah. he was transported from back in time and gets gets dropped in here and has no clue as to what the hell's going on. Yeah, he's like, I told him, I'm like, you're like Truman's world, dude. Yeah. Like, this is like Robin Williams like, and Jumanji. You know? <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Why are there no animals chasing me in this bizarre plot twist of the stupid fucking movie? I hated that movie so much. So fucking. I, 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 I thought that even as a kid or however old I was when it first came out, I was like, "This is." Have you shown stupid. it to your kids though? Because. No, it was I great. So. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to risk the run the risk of them. <laughs> Can we watch Jumanji again? I've, Dude, I'm I've watched let the my new kids... one. Oh yeah, really? Is it good? It, it, is that the Rock? Yeah, the Rock. There's two of them. They they made two of them. There, there's. It has its moments. Jack Black and the Rock. I mean, how can you say no to that, right? And Kevin Does Hart. It look more real than the ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, of course, it's modern CGI. You got to remember when that first movie came out. That was the '90s, dude. Computer technology's come a long way since then. You know what I watched? I thought was actually like not as bad as I thought it would be. Like it was entertaining. I thought that that movie where The Rock plays like sort of like a god that was like cursed. Adam? Or no, Black Adam. Is it, is it Black Adam? Yeah. That was actually kind of dope. I, I, I liked mind it. that. I thought I was going to hate it, and I was like, okay. I, I'll, if I ever meet him, I'm it. actually going to call him the. It's nice to meet you, The Rock. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lose the. Everything's gonna be the Rock. I think the it'd rock. be really fun. He, Hello, the Rock. He's got to be the world. He's got to be the world leader on every wives' hall pass. Oh God, yeah. You know, like he's the hall pass leader on the planet. I would. Say. Well, he has you know? Canadian citizenship too. Eh? His father was from Nova Scotia. Really? Yeah, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah. Rocky. So he went from hall pass to like passport. Yeah. Rocky Johnson was uh, was Son, his, We got uh, there right. Uh, <laughs> it's like a Kevin Bacon thing. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Who would you pick for your hall pass? Let's see if we can converse about that. <laughs> well, I checked their passport first. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> I think The Rock might be number one on make- the hall pass. And someone's like, I had a library. Yeah, I need to make sure he can clear customs when he's coming to fuck my wife. Excuse me. Can you fill out these insurance forms before you go on with the rock? I'm a very prepared cuck. I gave the rock a hall pass. Is the warranty included? Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. This is a public service announcement. Mr. Call passes are now free. Mr. The Rock, please come to the white courtesy phone. Mr. Yeah. The Rock. The only the, the only hall pass conversation we've ever had was what's that what's her name? The one from uh uh Suicide Squad. Oh, uh Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. I said that's my hall pass. But she has I mean, to be wearing the suicide I said yeah. Margot Robbie and, and I said that's my hall pass to Ashley. And she said, Well, that's funny because it's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> that's Harley Quinn. She's gotta be in the Harley Quinn makeup, right? With the baseball bat. And... Yeah. That's perfect, mm-hmm. though. I mean, because you, know, you never know. You never know. Yeah. You never fucking know. In the world. The, I kissed Tiffany. Do you remember Tiffany the podcast? Yes. Really? I made out with Tiffany in 2005. Good on you, brother. Oh. Just a quick little fucking, like, 15-second kissy thing, and that was it. Did you say, I think but we're alone now? Is, nah. No, it, Could no, have been. But thanks for interrupting. It should have said <laughs> no, that, though. <laughs> hey, I interviewed I her as part now. of... We weren't alone now. You know, we were there was people. Paul, have you talked to her on Twitter too? You saw her standing there. (laughs) Well, she was just. She made nine million (laughs) dollars last year for doing. Her passport expires in twenty (laughs) twenty six. Okay. Her social insurance number or social security. uh, I interviewed her. I interviewed her in Miami for a part of uh, Winter Music Conference. And um, she was fighting with her boyfriend, who I just called Gaston, even though I didn't know his name, right? Because <laughs> he was French. Did he, he have had, a like, twirly a mustache? Or... He looked like the guy from, what is it, Little Mermaid? Beauty and the like, Beast. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Plus, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's right. The, that guy. That, that exactly. guy was personally looked, good at the fucking guy. Rating. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and so we're sitting there later, like uh, I, I'm sitting down in, in, in like a booth, and she sits down with him, and they just like she's like he's like or whatever, and she's just like, oh. and she turns and she does this to him to his face, like puts his hand kind of up, doesn't hit him or push him, but just puts it right there, and he just walks away and shakes her head, and uh, uh, drinks come to the table, and I just slide one over to her, and I was like, you want that? Like, <laughs> like no problem. And I, she was like, uh, that was a good interview. You asked questions that aren't like the same as the, the radio stations around here. And I'm like, I'm not a radio station and I'm from Canada. Maybe that's why. And then we just like, we started talking. And then I literally, I know she only did it to piss off Gaston. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, uh, she's like, well, anyways, thank you. And she goes to lean in to give me a kiss on the cheek. And I, and I just kind of go to do kind of the air kiss thing. Almost, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to yeah. see what, buddy, what guy's doing. <laughs> and she just takes my mouth and just like, and she just starts oh. making out with me. And I'm like. I'm just going to keep kiss, kissing. Yeah. This is my brain when it's happening. I'm just going to keep kissing Tiffany until Gaston knocks me the fuck out. Because <laughs> right? I got a story here. Good good way to play it. <laughs> yeah. That's and then she stopped and she's just like, she's like, nice meeting you, James. And I'm like, nice meeting you too, Tiffany. <laughs> she walks away and Gaston doesn't even, he just goes like this. He smiles and goes and shakes his head and, and, and then goes, 
Just shrugs, <laughs> walks away. Wasn't even ever going to knock me out. He'd probably have a threesome if I suggested it. Like, just, <laughs> what do you mean, you know? Tiffany? It's kind of cute, huh? <laughs> so, okay. You, you mentioned uh, it, so I need to ask then. Tiffany or Debbie Gibson? Because that was the battle back then. Oh. Tiffany, because I kissed her. <laughs> I don't, otherwise, it's like chicken pox or measles. I, I got know. a thing for gingers. So, uh, yeah, definitely, Tiffany. Ryan. I have a thing for gingers too. It's called hate. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, Gaston. I pick Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the lucky Oliver? He's What's lucky Pierre. Lucky Pierre. Okay. Pierre. The lucky Gaston. <laughs> we should change that. We should find a. We should do a Gaston. Make up a Gaston one, Ryan. You're gonna. Think. All right. Because um, it's got I... gas, so you know there's gonna be. Sort of gutsy Gaston. It's already, it's already it's already halfway written. Gallivanting Gaston. I saw her recently, Gaston. and she was she was doing a live show somewhere, and Gaston uh, she was very drunk on stage and couldn't sing. And I thought Ooh. she was going to fall off. Tiffany, I thought she was going to fall oh. off the stage. Yeah, she she, was... she would. I'd catch her, and we'd kiss. <laughs> we would embrace in front uh, of Gaston. Nah, she would have crushed you. She's. She was not looking healthy. Lucky she was not Gaston. looking healthy at all. I, I was now. sad. Kicking the snot out of everyone I talk about, Paul. <laughs> it was sad. She, 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 she oh, you was kissed her? her? I almost saw her die. How about that? <laughs> yeah, right. She had a blood alcohol of point two. Uh, she was looking haggard. Why would you want to kiss that, you fuck? She couldn't oh, even no, get I'm home. Actually, she lost her passport. Just did, She <laughs> yeah. re-recorded, I think, The library card now. had vomit on so it. It's crazy. She did a hard rock version of I think we're alone now about two or three years ago and it was awesome. She looked amazing in the video. She was she was looking great. I'm um, and Jen, I'm not fat shaming her. She just she was Don't sloppy read the drunk. Don't worry about that. She was sloppy drunk and, and it and I was like it was pleasant to see because I thought, oh, she's gonna hurt herself. Like I was worried about her. Oh. Genuinely about her. Did you check up on Twitter with her the next day, make sure she was okay? No, I've never spoken to her in my life. <laughs> But it was it was concerning. Like I mean, she was. It was like one of her handlers should have said, "Don't go on stage." Like she was really drunk. She could hardly stand up. What year was this? Like six months ago. Oh, like recent. Floyd, Floyd Sham, Sham, Shamon. Get your sham now! Oh my god! Wouldn't that, that mean that you're polishing facts? Yes. Fat Sham, wow. Fat Sham, wow. Uh, <laughs> you'll love my nuts. Well. Oh, no, that's the other thing. <laughs> You're going to love my nuts. That was the, uh, <laughs> the, the chop, slap, slap chop. chop. Oh. That, that guy like that guy had so much success, the slap chop oh, guy, yeah. that he kind of morphed into carrot yes. like, yeah, Did you notice, did you, did you ever look at him and think, face? it's butthead? He looked like butthead from Beavis and Butthead. He had that sharp, pointy face like butthead did. <laughs> as he got as he got older yeah i think you remember willie mays the guy his predecessor guy died of an exploded heart from cocaine oh yeah it was a massive yeah, yeah. coke addict <laughs> Bill, Billy willie mays, mays yeah, here yeah. for yeah uh, what was it that ceiling that for, for, for that 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 wasn't it liquid he, luster no, that seal no he cut uh, the bottom out of a boat and sealed it put a screen yeah. door in the bottom of a boat and sprayed the ceiling oh or oxyclean Willie Mays Oxy here for OxyClean. <laughs> it's a white powder. 
<laughs> I can do I entertaining wrestling on the weekends at the Civic Auditorium. Didn't he die on a flight? Like his heart exploded or something like that because he was coked uh-huh. out of his mind. Yeah, he had a massive, massive coronary on a on a on a flight to <laughs> fucking paradise. Apparently, yeah. Well, that that would explain why Billy he was always yelling so loud. Yeah. I think I think he probably had a pretty happy life, though. Oh, I've no doubt. All, thing, no all doubt. things considered, right? Like, like I don't know. Like, like, would you rather like live to be eighty-five and be riddled with diseases, or like have fun for the next ten years and then die? You know, like, like really, like. It's no, the, no choice the last, there. Right? Like, quarter of people's lives are awful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really bad. Oh, it is Billy. What? Sorry, Ashley's right. It's Billy Mays. Billy Mays, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mays. Willie Mays is a baseball yeah, player. Yeah, I was, I was say, saying, yeah, like, he's not a black steal? baseball player. It's amazing. <laughs> I was confused at first. I'm like, I don't remember Willie Mays doing that. Um... <laughs> he was famous for the uh, ice cream uh, scoop catcher, the, the 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 catch underhand kind of catch, kind of grab. The over the shoulder. We used to do that. I got in trouble. I got I got benched once because I did it behind the back in center field. I just po- caught a pop fly behind the back. <laughs> You got benched for that? But I was, I was, I, well, I was like, I was one of the best players. I was lead off and I played center field, and you know, always batted really well, mm. and I was fast. I stole a lot of bases, and shit, so. <laughs> but so I was a little cocky, right? Like, and uh, you know, I didn't do that often. I think that might have been like I've done that twice in my yeah. career. But both times, though, the coach rightfully was like, "Get off the fucking field!" Like, you know, <laughs> stop doing that. No, it's baseball. It's a manager. Remember the George Carlin bit? Fall is a man's sport where you have to penetrate the zone to score a touchdown. In baseball, you get to go home. Football, you have a coach. In baseball, you have a manager. That's why football's a sport and baseball's a game. <laughs> but I love baseball. I'm a, I'm a I don't mind saying fan. baseball's a game. That's fine. The hardest thing to do in all sports is to hit a baseball. Oh, it's ridiculously hard. Round with something round. Yep. Yeah, it's like ridiculously hard. And, and especially with pitchers today. It's not coming in path. It's doing yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird. I saw weird. The, you see the physics of pitching, um, the, the, and there's things like the rising fastball. Yeah, that yeah. Um, that that doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. It's an optical illusion because of the way that um, the ball comes at you, mm-hmm. and then when you step to go swing, if it's if it maintains a trajectory, and which is almost impossible, I think, because momentum once it starts to slow, trajectory is automatically impacted. But um, but it just creates an optical illusion that it's rising because when you're stepping, you're kind of going lower and it's maintained. It's weird, but um, yeah, it's interesting. And they and they they did this documentary. I think it was was it Nolan Ryan, um, said that he like he probably threw more like 120 miles per hour. Oh really? That fast? Really? Yeah. They had him. They had because of the way that they measured speed was like incorrect because by the time the ball got to where it was going, they they apparently they would uh, the speed would be when the um ball hit the glove mm. i think yeah but since you're the batter the speed should be it, based on when you're swinging when, swing, right. when it passes you right. right and so that difference itself was just like a huge amount um but I, I could be getting a lot of that wrong i don't, I don't remember it was pretty fascinating um yeah but i have to I, i'm a baseball player. i have to agree with you with baseball because i play tennis so i have a racket in hand i got a ball coming at me and i can hit that ball but on baseball when i play baseball i, I just swing at everything and you, all you have to do is throw three, Hope pitches, you hit it. three right. pitches at me and i'm done because I never make, I never connect, and I swing at everything. It's well, just, and, and I, I just you can tell someone has to play baseball. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> Title of my sex tape. <laughs> swing at everything. Throw <laughs> three balls is all it takes. I swing at everything. 
starring Douglas. <laughs> we, we had a bank. We had a banquet after the end of every season. Over to you, Paul. <laughs> I, I still think trying to hit a hundred and five mile an hour fastball is next to impossible to do. And, and her name was Julie Owens in high school. That was hundred and five <laughs> mile an hour fastball. What? <laughs> Talking about swinging and not and you him. hit that? Is yeah. that what you say? You swing, uh, you hit did that. You hit it? Julie, did you Julie hit it? Owens in your high school, <laughs> three hundred and five miles per hour. Is that yeah. what you said? Just no, said? I was talking about Douglas's euphemism. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he swings at everything, but only hits three. <laughs> <laughs> A seeing eye single. Okay, all right. <laughs> I think that's my cue, guys. I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed. Good to see you. Thanks All for right. having me by. Take, Take care, care, buddy. Bye, Paul. Buddy. See you nice and cool. Right. Oh, we're we're a little hard on Paul. Right? <laughs> what? You go- well, I was. I, I wasn't hard. But, but just friendly ball busting. That's what I do with my, with my like, my great. I don't know if you guys saw my uh, the podcast I did with my buddy Adam Can from, uh, he lives in Korea. But, like, that's all we do is bust each other. <laughs> that's literally our, our language is ball busting. It's not English. It's It's ball busting. <laughs> Hello, oh, hello, hello, Melissa. Hello. How are hello. you? Here we go. Oh, there's me. Try again. I love Oops. my own voice, but not like that. Yeah, you got to fix that. I, I, can't, I can't do anything about that. Um, I don't know what it is, but you got to fix it. It's probably headphones, Danielle. If you have headphones with like buds with like a little mic on it or something like that, because the, the mic is picking up your speakers, whatever. Mm. So. If that's happening, it's like it's like a it's like we've never talked about that before. Well, I, I don't blame people. Restream is a little grumpy, and I and I'm not going to bust anyone's balls for not being good at tech, except for guests that say they understand it and then yeah, don't, clearly right. But like you're getting the boot. I can't get mad at the I can't get mad at the DOC. He's my homie now. No, I'm just kidding. We're not homies. Like, but, <laughs> he gets our best friends now. I wish I was his homie. <laughs> <laughs> DOC and James just moving together because I need to play stay because my wife gets me up. <laughs> James, where are you staying? I'm staying with the DOC, man. I don't know. <laughs> I heard you Living used dream, to serve baby. a twelve top. You cook. You cook yeah. good. You can stay yeah. here. Yeah, I do, and I and I rap. And by the way, Ryan, I I'm gonna call Ryan. Ryan, dude, Tupac's alive, man. It's, it's right here. Like, I just had Huevo yeah. Ranchero with him. It was great. It <laughs> <laughs> was so funny. Uh, that could happen. You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah. Life is weird. Life is. What, what is the craziest thing that's that's like ever happened to you? Douglas. like like where it was like where where it was like what are the odds on this ever happening this is fucking insane like like uh, what are those stories do you have any of those uh, just a weird thing when i was a kid i remember i was uh five one night uh and uh i was sleeping and there was a shelf over the bed above my head where we had like a small like maybe like a 14 inch black and white tv that was sort of plugged in and i woke up sort one time uh, uh, sort of Sort of. Okay. Sort yeah. of plugged in. So just halfway yeah. in. <laughs> like soaking. Was the plug soaking in the outlet? Just kind of there. Not all the way was in. Was a prong bent so it made it difficult to insert it. You know, in 1967, they invented the plug with three prongs. <laughs> I had a gerbil once. <laughs> yeah, I was a bunch of bitches. Sorry, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Uh, kick him while he's gone that's right (laughs) the shelf's above my head and there's this 13 14 inch tv on it and i just wake up in the middle of the night and i do not know how it happened but the tv the shelf is no longer on the wall and the tv is at the foot of the bed 
instead of having oh, fallen shit. on my head. How did it get all the way? Maybe it did fall and rolled and everything, and you were just like, well, I'm really sorry. It would explain a lot. Now you're gay. That's what <laughs> happens. <laughs> that's what that's TV fine. fell on my head in my sleep, and now. Now. Born that way, my ass. Now, there yeah, you Jesus. go. <laughs> Ten <laughs> years later, <laughs> gay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Let's drop a TV on him and see if he goes straight. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Falling in the well and getting kicked by a mule. Um, yep. that's, that's the worst. That is that is weird. really weird. Like, how yeah. did it? How and did apparently, it make it like what? What? There was pop? no one else in the house. There were other people in the house, but yeah, nobody heard it. My mom wasn't there at the time, and apparently, on the very same night, my mom she said that she's a very nervous passenger. And she was riding with someone in a van and she was reading the paper while it was happening. And apparently, uh, you know, sometimes when you drive too close to a car and you scrape the car all the way. Yeah. Apparently that happened and she didn't notice until it after it all finished. And when it finished, like she dropped her paper and then picked it up. And that was, she, she was out that night on the same night that that happened to me. Hmm. This is probably the funniest comment I've ever seen on the show. Just right here. Gay suddenly. Gay, <laughs> hashtag gay suddenly. Hashtag gay suddenly. Like, what the f- Suddenly fag. Why, why is it doing... <laughs> because it's why is it doing this? Guys, guys shut up. I'm trying gay. to do the thing. Gay suddenly. Stop, stop saying things. God damn you. Oh, my it's God. It's like the died suddenly hashtag, but gay suddenly. See, it's not... I can't. I swear to God. <laughs> stop fucking talking. All of you. Jeez, you guys don't shut the fuck up, do you? Full of fucking opinions and fucking laughy faces and skulls. Stop it. God damn it. Anyway. I don't even know how to scroll up or down with the chat. The thing gets so thin. I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? Like, like, I don't even know how to. Linda, that was the best comment I've ever seen, just so you know. In the, in the, in the, oh, shit. with the hashtag died. So that was perfect. That was well played. Well played. Good for you. Um, what the fuck? That's crazy though. Like, like two of those things happen in the same night, like that. Yep. Like just, just so awkward and weird. Very, very, very weird. Ryan, give me one. Give me one, Ryan. Give me like one of those. Like I don't have no idea how to explain this story. I don't know. I don't know we if I have, have anything one. good. I really don't. I don't think I've got anything that's crazy like that. Um. Really? Yeah. I. I. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm boring that way. I like everything's just been kind of like status quo. Maybe it's kind of a. It's kind of a. It is, and, and I'm Maybe sure if it's, sh- it's, it's going to be one yeah. of those. We're going to get off the show. I'm like, oh fuck, you know what? I should have told that. But yeah, I, I, hmm. I don't know. I have one. I think. All right, what is it? I have a bunch. I think, but the one, but the, the one that just popped in my head now. I'm not sure if I told the story. It might have been a year ago. But All right. um, I went. I was living up here. It was like 27. No, it was, must have been 2016. I guess just before the uh, Trump election. And I was going to do a segment on um, Yes TV. It was called, and it was in the, it was in the same building as. Wait for that. Um, mm. It was in the same building as the CBC building, and uh, I got there really early. And I went to Joe Badali's, I think. And yep. yeah, Joe Badali's. Okay. And I was sitting at the bar. I'm one of those guys that likes to sit at the bar with like a little bowl of pasta and a glass of wine, or I used to anyways, um, and have lunch like yeah. that, and uh, talk talk to the bartender and shit. And um, I, and this guy was sitting beside me, and he uh, he said something like Canadians are so nice or something. Without looking at him, I'm like I sort of leaned over a little bit. And I'm like, nah, we're just really passive aggressive, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? and 
and we and we just we started talking. So we had lunch together for like we were we I was like ninety minutes or something. And um, so he was this black dude from Maryland who I think just finished high school or sorry, a law school or something like that. And anyways, he was down uh, for a bachelor I do party. Have a good one. Okay, sorry. And uh, he was so he was down for this bachelor party. And uh, and yeah, and that was that was pretty much it. And, and you know, it was a good conversation. Like we kind of like you know we connected on talking about hip hop actually. And then I did the segment. And then after I did the segment, I got picked up by my sister, and we had to go and drop off her son, my nephew. Her son, my nephew, to uh, <laughs> to to the, her ex husband, right? And where we stopped was this place on College Street. It was and there was a nightclub in the middle floor that we sat on their steps, and then his office was above it. I swear to God, this story is going somewhere. Later on that night, um, at like two in the morning, uh, there was a news story that uh, I don't, I can't remember what network that came on that um, said that there was a guy murdered at the club that we were sitting on the steps of, and the guy that got murdered was the guy I had lunch with Shut at Joe Badal. I swear to God, I called the police and because they were like they, they wanted to know if anyone had uh, to assist in the investigation, if they knew about his whereabouts that day and all that. And I called them. and I'm like, I had lunch with him at Joe Badali's. And he's like, yeah, we had a manager call from Joe Badali's and already say that he was there. So did you know him before handling? They asked me. Oh, shit. Wow. So I was like, yeah, that was I still get goosebumps. Did you follow up like, on that? Understand. Like, Did they ever find the guy that did it or? They did. They did. I actually talked to his family because um, I wrote I, I, I wrote something about it. And uh, and then his family contacted me and uh, and said that his uh, mom like framed it and put it on the wall. Oh, shit. But because she 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 was she's very Christian. And so she gave me a role that I probably don't really have. But she, you know, as sort of like, you know, a last a last angel type thing. That's, uh, yeah, you know, her kind of thing. But, you know, it was to me, it was just like the most improbable no fluky thing of all time like you know i don't know like like so you have lunch with a guy and then like an hour and a half later or whatever you visit the scene of his eventual death later that night that's you fucking know? wild like, it was that's weird. crazy it was that was the weirdest one probably mine's wow. mine's a bit I, I i thought of one while you were talking um and it's it's, it's funny i know this is going to sound hard to believe but I've got a bit of a big mouth and I do say some horrible things to people sometimes. And no. I have no, like I have a problem with filtering, what? filtering things that come out of my yap sometimes. Okay. Um, this and is news. So do you guys remember back breaking news? <laughs> I think it was around like, probably around 99, 2000. Um, I got a yeah. detention behind the, behind the, I renewed my passport. I was sitting in the passport <laughs> office getting my... Sometimes the DMV has magazines that are long expired. <laughs> but I read an article that day in that in that magazine. Uh, no, I... Uh, I, so... I found a coffee coupon on my way out of Byway. <laughs> found my favorite cologne in one of those scratchy ads inside. It's such a broad area of jokes. It's like you just is it boring? It works. My new favorite impression is my good friend Paul. That's uh, this is it from now on. I'm sorry. I love you guys, but that's it. That's uh, no more. Not doing anybody anymore. Um, so it was like 99, 2000. Do you remember Behind the Green Door? It was the uh, the movie that was about those porn brothers. 
Um, I was gonna say, is it sounds was it starring my molester? Remember the the guys? Yeah, they, they, uh, what the hell were, door, Jimmy. I can't remember their names. They were the so so and so brothers, but they were like like the kingpins of like porn, deep throat, that kind of thing. Um, shit, I, I'm sure somebody in the comments will know who I'm talking about. But anyway, Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez played in this movie, and they shot it in Hamilton at the before it was torn down. They shot it at the Tivoli. Uh, theater, which was an old um, heritage building. That uh, <laughs> is it, Gerardo Rocco or Gerard Demino? Demino, uh, the something brothers. They were known as the brothers. Okay, uh, they were anyway. They were porn brothers, and uh, and and they they, they were pro- porn producers. And the two of them played the the main characters in the in the the movie. And we were down. My buddy Paul and I. It was so funny. So we're downtown, and the set is everywhere, all over, like, right in the middle of downtown. And it was open, but not. Like, there was, like, sectioned-off spots, and they had craft services in a parking lot with trailers and food and everything. And the security guy that was there was a friend of ours, and he had got a contract job. So we're like, hey, let's go and and, and go say hi to so-and-so and see if we can see any, like, cool stars or whatever. We were like 19, 20 years old. So we we went in and he ended up getting us in, in like where he got us like these passes where we could go in. We were eating food from the table and we looked like we belonged. He's like, just fucking blend in and nobody will ask any questions. There's so many people here. They're not even going to know who the fuck you are. It's fine. Okay. So just this, the afternoon was rolling along. Here comes Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez in 80s style suits, like with the fucking the three buttons, the big fucking, you know, it, it was, they looked like the thin tie. They fell out of what? 1980s. And yeah. he, they had horseshoe bald, horseshoe pattern baldness. Um, we weren't sure if it was makeup or like it actually looked so real that you couldn't tell if it was a skull cap with the hair or whatever the fuck it was. You couldn't tell. And Paul, my buddy Paul is a very, very sweet, innocent dude. Like, just fucking friendly, just starstruck. Sees Charlie Sheen. Emilio, Emilio Estevez is walking first. He says, Emilio, hi. And he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? And walks on. Charlie walks by. <laughs> he says to Charlie Sheen, he says, Charlie, holy shit, that looks good. Is that is that real? Did you? Did, did, is that real? And Charlie Sheen turns and looks at my friend Paul and says, what do you fucking think? And keeps walking. Instinct. I just turned. What do I think? I think you're a fucking pretentious piece of fucking shit, you cocksucker. Who the fuck are you? Like that <laughs> Hamilton came out right then and there. The whole craft services <laughs> screams like a- to a halt. Right? And everybody's staring at me. Paul is shrinking. My friend from security is doing one of these at the gate. He's like, I can't fucking believe I let these fucking guys in. We were immediately Dude. escorted off the property. <laughs> so it was like Charlie Sheen. That would be like my manager at the telemarketing office. I was yelling. Who the fuck yeah. do I, I think you're a fucking piece of shit, you cocksucker. Like, every single fucking thing that came out of my mouth. Oh, Everybody so in downtown. You're like, you're, me. I swear. You're, you're, you're like the uh, bleacher fan in uh, Exhibition Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the guy. I was the guy. <laughs> it was. Do you remember how stupid that was? Like for some reason, Exhibition Stadium didn't figure it out until like the year before they left that they could put stands in the outfield in, in like right field. It just like there was no stands yep. there. It just they kept the football stands there and didn't add any of the stands in the middle for like years. Yeah. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, like American ballparks were doing it already by then, you know? Like 1972. Was, oh, so shit. Good. So I was off in my years when that, that movie was out. Um, anybody get their names? Did that come uh, up? Artie and Jim Mitchell. Mitchell. The Mitchell Brothers. That was it. Yeah. It was the Mitchell Brothers. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, fuck. The movie Great movie, though. Rated, the movie was called Rated X. I thought it was called Behind the Green Door. Uh, oh, maybe I, that I, was with the set. They just called it on set. That was the name of the movie. Yeah. They were. They didn't actually have the name out. But this is like before the days of IMDb and all that shit. You couldn't look anything up. You didn't know. Yeah. You just knew because yeah. of, a buddy of ours was there, and we knew who was there because of that, right? So, do you, do you remember how help? Remember how helpless we were pre-internet? Like when it came to anything. any type of information, anything. Like, like it's like, what do you do? Like, well, the encyclopedias are like two years old now at the library, but they might have some, like you couldn't look anything up. You had to rely on print media, which was like what once like you know it, it was just such a ridiculous. We were at the mercy of media mm-hmm. before the internet. Oh, hello. Well, you, got, you got any crazy stories? Like anything? Like absolutely? Did it? Did a TV fall on your head and make you gay, or did you yell at any celebrities? <laughs> did you watch a murder happen no. by lunch for a guy that had? <laughs> Been murdered? Um, I could tell you the story of my son and the emergency wine. Emergency you've already, wine. You've already got me. Isn't L wine emergency no. wine? No. You've, you've already got me. I'm already so, hooked. Emergency okay. wine. I like it. So this is this is about uh, a year or two after I got a divorce from my husband. And I was living in a townhouse. We were within walking distance of each other. Right? Because we wanted to stay close. So the kids, because they were still in grade eight and or grade nine and grade seven or something like that. And so we want them to be close to the, to each other. So if they needed us, they could just go back and forth. Right. Yeah. My son, uh, my oldest son is in high school and he was in the, um, the, the long black jacket phase where he had the fedora and the black long, um, oil skin coat. Do you remember those? <laughs> he totally went through that. So he's wearing this this jacket. That that's that was his thing. And I was drinking at home and the kids were at their dad's for the week because we had a week to week schedule. And so the kids are at their dad's and and uh, my ex-husband had started making wine at that point. He told me if I ever needed wine I could just call him and he'd bring me wine. I was like, oh that's a good deal. So, the best Santa Claus ever. Right? That's, that's, that's a friend right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, sure, it tastes like raisins. But whatever. <laughs> Once it, I'm at home with my girlfriends, and we had like two or three bottles of wine that night. We decided we wanted to keep drinking, and so I text, and we were out, and it was like nine o'clock. Liquor store was closed, so we texted my yeah. ex husband and said, "Hey, we need emergency wine. Can you send two bottles?" Thinking he wouldn't do it, but he sends my then grade nine son. To, with two bottles of wine to my house because we we're within walking distance, right? Well, he wears his long black jacket with the fedora and he's walking along the, the sidewalk, right? <laughs> and the, the, the cops stop him. It's like nine or do. 10 at night, right? And he's in grade nine wearing this jacket and the hat and the cops pull up and they're like, what are you doing? He goes, hold on a minute. Hold on. Hey, hey Columbine. Right, Stop. right. He's like, <laughs> yeah. hold on. Before you freak out, I have two bottles of wine with me, but I'm walking them from my dad's house to my mom's house 
because my mom's out of wine. It's emergency wine. And the cops, oh God, of course, look at him and go, all right, kid, sure, they're, they're, you're bringing your mom yeah. two bottles of wine from your, your dad's house. I'm sure that's a good relationship. And, uh, and he's like, no, no, seriously. And he's like, okay, we'll show, well, we'll drive you there thinking he's going to get busted or whatever, awesome. right? So <laughs> the cops pull up to my house and they walk up and they're right behind him. And he's got the, yeah. the the jacket and the hat and he walks up and he knocks on my door and I open the door. And I'm like, Tim, where's my emergency wine? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are the cops doing? I didn't even see them. I was two bottles of wine in at that point. I didn't even see cops behind him. I said, Tim, give me my wine. And he's like, yeah, mom, no problem. Here's your wine. Passes me over the two bottles. I hand them back. I like bring him in the house. The cops left. They didn't even stop to talk to me. I was like hammered. Yeah. So it was great. I <laughs> told the truth. Yo, if you tell the cops the truth, even if it incriminates you in something like minor, oftentimes they'll yeah, just for sure. Like, well, that and his dad was a cop. So like we had no respect at all. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's barely a story now that I know his dad. <laughs> right? Oh, your old man's a cop. Uh, just let him go with the cocaine and everything <laughs> well, else. I mean, we didn't know that at the time, but still like we, yeah. Oh, there's a body. I didn't see nobody. You see anybody? Top it off with a bit of age. We got it. Uh, stellar parenting skills. That's all. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a I had a run in as a kid with a cop once, and it was I got I got to check my dog because he's whining. Sorry. Give me a no second. Problem. I had uh, it was, it was probably like twelve, and you know when you you know when you just do like you with with a, a bad influence friend. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've always tried to find this guy, even into my 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 old age now. I'll look <laughs> on social media to try and find him every once in a while. Right. So Ryan Fairman, if you're still alive, I want you to call me because we need to talk about some things about about our childhood because we had some of the best stories. We let we let shit on fire that that became catastrophes and <laughs> by accident. And oh, um, of course, this this was just one of those random. It was so dumb. We're walking. He lived in a survey behind my mom and I lived in an apartment building and the survey was behind the apartments. So we were walking back from wherever the fuck we are. It was the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, because you're 12 and you're stupid, I decided it was a good idea. I was making a joke along the lines of I'm going to take this big chunk of snow about, you know, the size of about that big. And I'm going to jam it into this mailbox and I'm going to send it back to the North Pole because I'm tired of the snow. It was just a funny joke, like a one-off. <laughs> well, what we didn't notice was the cop sitting in the parking lot across the road watching me <laughs> commit a federal offense by jamming snow into a fucking mailbox, right? <laughs> but you're 12. You don't know. No. So the cop the cop wheels out, comes over. Ryan Fairman books it, just books it. I'm like, now I'm on my own. So I'm like, don't run. You're just, he's just going to catch you. You're going to be in even more trouble. So he, the cop's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and you're right. Honesty is the best policy. I looked at the cop and I flat out said, being an idiot, being an idiot, being stupid. And he let me go. He let me go. So I, I always, I always thought, thought that was kind of funny. So Admitting yeah. it is the first step. That was kind of it, right? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Being a fucking idiot, sir. Sorry. Tim had a couple run-ins with the cops when when he was that. I think it was the the oil skin coat, to be honest. But no shit. Yeah, yeah right. So it was a little sensitive around probably around the same time, or hey, maybe. Well, 
couple years after, but they were still keeping <laughs> yeah. their eye on kids like that, right? So yeah, imagine. He was walking from his friend's house, like a like we lived in this uh, where all these courts would go in, and there was a park in the middle. Mm. And he lived. He was at his friend's house, a couple courts over, and he was walking through the park to come home. And uh, the police helicopter in Durham Region flew over, and like put the spotlight on him for a minute, and watched him walk for a bit, and then started to fly away. Well, he thought it would be really funny if you know, as soon as the spotlight came off him, he started to run. As fast as he could run, like just along the path towards the house, right? Yeah. As soon as the spotlight went back on him, he stopped and he's he kept walking, right? He did that all the way home, and they followed him all the way. Home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to fun in Durham Region when you're like in high school, right? <laughs> I was just gonna say, welcome to being a white guy, white like, kid, being yeah. able to fuck around like that, you know. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. when somebody says, What do you mean? Well, I don't have white privilege. Yeah, well, guess what? If you can <laughs> fuck around with cops, you've got white privilege. Oh yeah. And he, yeah. he took advantage of it every second that he could. Every second. Yeah. That's so funny. What yeah, about you, Douglas? Any any police interaction? There's got it's gotta be something. Um the yeah, a couple of couple of ones th- th- that were interesting. Couple. Um yeah, but yeah, but weird stuff uh like for example uh one time uh i got picked up at a bar and we were on our way home yeah. uh and uh we got stopped at our sort of ride check i guess yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh they asked him if he had been drinking and he said well a little bit and he blew a warning mm-hmm. and they asked me they turned around and said well do you drive he says well i don't have a license but i mean know how to drive ish and he said turn around and said looked at him and said switch sheets i was like yeah but like when i like get like 30 meters ahead and get stopped again <laughs> you could call somebody to say it's okay yeah my dad was hammered couldn't drive home so he, the the cop told my mom to switch spots she didn't have her license at all no, yeah, didn't have my license. You asked how far yeah, away do you live? Yeah, 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 about that's, half a kilometer, and said, so, "Yeah, okay, you drive." I mean, that's the old I wasn't days. born then, so that was definitely in the seventies at some point. So what? Yeah. Uh, so, so they just did they follow you there, Douglas? Or no, no, they just let us go. Really? Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be the day. The other Back one, in the day, they used to either either if you weren't too far, they let you go, or they sometimes would even escort you. Just follow my tail lights, and you'll make it home. And it's. Yeah. Yeah. It was so dumb, right? Like it was like what we know now and what we just apparently yeah. didn't know then. That, that could have been my grandma, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was my mom. And then when I was learning to drive, I had my learner's permit uh, and I had access to a car because my friend, <laughs> best friend, kind of lost access because he got caught drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and he had the thing that he had to blow into. <laughs> and so, yeah. Oh, the, 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 the lock? Yep. Like, yep. Oh shit, eh? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's like, so it's like um, that's a veteran. Well, well, I mean, no, maybe he didn't have it yet. That's why. Uh, and uh, so he set me up to do an errand because the car needs to be driven every now and then, right? Because yeah, things go bad. Yeah, it's gonna seize so, uh, yeah, for sure. 
So he sends me out to uh, to the Walmart, which is like all the way across town, and I'm doing good, great in there, and I park, and we buy the things, and I'm coming back, and we drive out of the parking lot, and no sooner am I out of the parking lot, there's like a cop car behind me, and like and the lights are gone, like Ooh, this, and I'm yeah. like, and I'm like looking at my friend Shane the next to see me and go like, I haven't had a chance to do anything yet. <laughs> like, That's so funny. What I do? So I pull over. I guess they just check the license and whatnot, and it's and it's fine. You know, when they see that I have somebody next to. I guess I didn't look like a near fifty-five-year-old white man no, <laughs> driving a car that shouldn't have been on the road. So I guess that's probably why they stopped me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially at at that time, because I yeah. was like almost like almost twenty years ago, so, so it was like, uh, yeah. But the, yeah, I just like pulled over and just looked at everything. But like that was like really scary. I'm like I'm sitting there like this. And I just like pulled out. I just literally pulled out of the Walmart and drove half a block and was pulling out by the side of the road. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, ah, <laughs> they're doing everything to cause me to have an accident. <laughs> I was like, I said, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> it's funny. I, I, it's it's one of those stories. I don't I don't tell it often, but I guess I I probably I'll wait for James because he'll like this one. I um <laughs> now that we're talking about police, it's it's. it's triggered the 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 memory because i I don't know if i try to repress it but uh do you remember do you remember the name james cop uh i kind of know that name i don't know why okay the anti-abortion sniper ah that's why i know the name okay remember the guy that was killing abortion doctors in buffalo and hamilton and caster that guy back in in the day um (laughs) i've got a I've got a pretty nutty story where I was mistaken for James Cop once in a McMaster University emergency fucking parking lot, and uh, yeah, it was uh, during the heat of things. Somebody got a little little too rambunctious oh, wow. and little too uh, Nancy Drew by looking at me um, and thought I was taking pictures of license plates of doctors' cars. Yeah. When meanwhile I was waving, my brother was inside. This is back when they they still served adults at that. It's now a kids' hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a good one. Uh, I'll wait for James to come back to to finish it though. But it ended up with um, every single kind of police vehicle and media outlet showing up, and um, a, a police officer's gun pointed uh, directly against the base oh, of my shit. skull. Yeah, yeah it was that's uh, not cool. Thankfully, there that's was a little... police officer there that knew who I was. <laughs> that was probably a little the only concerning. thing that saved me. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, I was released immediately once they realized it was a, a case of mistaken identity and the lady was just a bit crazy. But yeah, it was, uh, it made the paper, it made mm. the news. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty good. So it was nuts. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. It's the only time I've actually been in trouble, but I wasn't even really in trouble. It's the only time I was actually in trouble, trouble with the police, which is kind of surprising. Um, oh. I should have probably been in a lot of trouble with the police in a lot of times. But well, I was just lucky, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they can tell dumb kids. Like, I mean, they dealt with my kid multiple times. So, yeah. Look at his mom, right? Can't help it. Um, oh. Uh, can't, pick, can't pick your parents. Right. <laughs> so he was walking. I, I have so many stories about my oldest son. He was walking home from the Whitby Mall right one. Yeah, no problem. I'll tell Douglas. Douglas is in charge. Oh, you're in charge. So my son was walking home from the Whitby Mall, and he's walking. uh, It's Highway 2, right? 
Right. The cops pulled him over because he had wires sticking out of his backpack. Okay. And he, of course, I think it was more to do with his oilskin jacket. He only wore that for like a year and then got tired of the harassment for it. But yeah. anyway, right. so he, um, he, 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 the, the cop pulls in front of him and starts like talking to him and is really stern. But his dad's a cop, so he has no like concept that he should show this person like respect or like that he has authority over him or anything like that. And he looks at him and goes, what do you think I have a bomb in my backpack? And he reaches in his backpack and pulls out his like headphones and like he's pulling stuff out of his backpack. So like there's nothing in here that's going to blow up. Right. And the cop is like, like reaching for his gun and not sure what to do. And I'm like, Tim, like, I know your dad's a cop, but stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Do not put your hand in the bag. (laughs) What is wrong with you, child? (laughs) I sent him to his dad's with a note that week that said something along the lines of, please talk to your son. (laughs) (laughs) You need to teach him stuff. Right? Oh, God, just another dude acting like my dad. Right? Like, that child has so many stories. So many stories. My favorite one, though, is still the time he he got out of detention because he told the administrators at the school that he had to come home and watch his little sister. Okay. I only have two children. I have two boys. They're both in high school. (laughs) He told the administrator... That that his baby sister needed him to come home, so because uh, he needed to take care of his baby sister, and I was like, "You really took a lot at a drama class, Tim. A lot." Wow. <laughs> wow. And I didn't find out till parent teacher night. So you know, you go to parent teacher night. So how's Tim doing? Oh well, you know, he has had some trouble, and we've had to give him a, a in class or a, at to take care of my daughter. My daughter? <laughs> my daughter? <laughs> I don't have a daughter. <laughs> then you yeah. hear the teacher call that little fucker. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly oh. what I thought. Oh. Well, <laughs> folks, we lost James. Oh. James, yeah, yes. James has a bit of a, a family emergency on his hands. Uh, we yes. got a message in the background, so um, you know what that means? That story, I'm saving yeah. it for next Casual Friday. Okay. Uh, can I tell my joke before teaser. we go? Of course okay. we can. Okay. So why are stegosauruses so good at volleyball? This better be dirty. Like, it better be, like, fucking horrible, because you can't top Spenny's joke. No, God, no, I can't. Talk Don't even, I'm not even trying. Okay. Why are Stegosauruses so good at bat, uh, volleyball? It's got to be something about the spikes. Because they can spike the ball. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh. This is why I come on here to tell you my bad jokes. Where's the hook? Where's the hook, Douglas? Did you bring the hook, Douglas? I'm all out of hooks. <laughs> I'm all out of hooks. All out of hooks. Shante, she You're stings. welcome. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> My job is done. I don't oh, have. Man. I don't have 
that was bad. I don't have the uh, I don't have the closing. I don't have any of James's uh, assets, so I'm, I, I, we're gonna have to wing this, Douglas. Oh, All right. Am I leaving? Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna close it up. We're gonna we're gonna shutter the show. Yeah? It's uh, okay. well, unless you wanna you wanna stick around, Douglas. Do you do you have <laughs> throw it out? I don't care if you guys want to stay. I just feel bad that uh, you know we're we're kind of hijacking the uh, the show, but oh, no. I'll stick no, around. Not, I don't I've care. Gotta, I've got to go find people and have drinks. I'm in Markham, right? So. At a union event, so I, I stopped have in. To, I have to go and find people and drink. I, you're my spirit animal. This That's exactly what I would do events, if I was at a union event in Markham too. Let me tell you, nothing ya. else to do in fucking Markham. This this hotel is beautiful, by the way. I've got like a living room and like a bedroom that are separate from each other. I've never been well, in anything so suite. fancy. Yeah. See, this is where your union dues go, folks. See what happens. All the and, work I do, you know. I get a fancy suite. Hey, very sweet. It's hey, good to see you. you. Good luck. How long are you in town? <laughs> uh, I'm going home tomorrow. So are you? I drive, yeah, but I'll be back next month. I'm in Toronto every month until like August. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. So. You're in a like, busy negotiation period or? Yeah, uh, there are lots of negotiations, lots of council meetings. Um, we have two conventions going on. So we have convention prep on top of it. So very busy time for us right now. Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah. And and uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm with PSAC, right? So yep. very busy time for sure. Absolutely. Wow. It was good yeah. to see you. It's good to see you. I hope you, you too. find friends and emergency wine. And uh, uh, me too. Enjoy the rest of your night. Do you, are you do you have something to do tomorrow, or do you get like a free? Yeah, day we're or? in session from nine thirty till three Ugh. tomorrow. Nine thirty. So. Yeah, nine thirty till three. Oh, in the morning. <laughs> in the I know. <laughs> Listen, and we're all there. It's not <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. you're not all going to be all there. Well, <laughs> okay, good point. Good point. Yeah, no. Good point. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be negotiating anything at that point. There's lots of coffee a, going on at that point. Other than a bottle of Gatorade yeah. and maybe an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come here and sit for 11 hours in a in a meeting. Fuck you. That's what you get from me. No, hey, thank I heard you. That in our meetings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck. Thanks. See you later, guys. Take care. <laughs> All right. So, so now look at that. It's our show now, I guess. So good evening and hello, kids. Welcome to our newest venture. <laughs> it's the it's the true north eager blackballed. <laughs> uh, Mr. Otter and Mr. Grizzly had a little meeting a couple of hours ago, and uh, Mr. Otter decided to send Mr. Grizzly away. On assignment. Yeah, that's right. He's <laughs> renewing that what we're our calling passport. it on assignment. That's yes, right. <laughs> Poor guy. That's uh, yeah. We we know the details, and believe me, I'm. I'd rather be here with 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 you guys than than having to deal with James is dealing with. So, anyway, yes. I, I don't have. I, I don't. Clean I don't have. I don't have any. I don't have any of the assets for for the show. Like I can, I can play my. Like I can play mine. Right. Today, it's, it's the like, Lins report. It's like doing. It's like. Edition. It's like doing graffiti over somebody else's show. 
<laughs> just gonna leave did all this guys, shit here. By, by the way, when you guys took that week off, did you like hear, hear any of my shows at all? Oh yeah. Okay, because nobody at nobody like responded to my demands. Oh, I I didn't know there I didn't know there was demands. Oh yes, yes, we had like, taken over the network for the for a couple of days that week. We uh, three yeah. to five, and we said we were only going to give Dean his time slot back if he like bribed me with like farm boy gluten-free chocolate chip ice cream cookies <laughs> it's like nice time slot you have here yeah Maybe you like that? something happened to it <laughs> and like and then nobody sent me anything <laughs> like what the hell man you're gonna find <laughs> like, that. Threaten to get some good chocolate chip ice cream cookies around here <laughs> you said threaten okay I thought that was going somewhere else there for a second. No, no. Yeah, who do I got to blow? I know. Yeah, yeah. But that would be too easy. I'm gay. I have to go for something else. It's, it's it's not even a gay thing. It's just it's just that's the way it hits my ear. As soon as somebody starts a sentence with "Who do I gotta?" It's like here it goes. Here it goes. Come on, say it. That, that's a curling. <laughs> who do I gotta blow around here to get a shot in my house? <laughs> I heard somebody, I actually heard somebody say the word, like emphatically say, blow me the other day. And I thought, how 80s, 90s? Like that was such an 80s, 90s thing. It was perfect, though. You're right. Back then. (laughs) Blow me. Like that was like the worst thing you could say. (laughs) Now it's like, um, I don't know, Jordan Jordan Peterson makes sense or. Invest in crypto. It's like the same same amount of vulgarity. Gonna wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> How do we end this? How do we end this? We end it with like class like I need classic TV themes, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we need some suggestions from uh, the uh viewing audience. <laughs> right? We need a song. How do we how do we close I, I don't I don't have I don't have anything to close this. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to do it this way. For Blackballed, it was great to have you. Douglas, thank you for sticking around. Oh, my thank pleasure. you for helping uh, helping me parachute the end of this show. I'm your ride or die. That's right, baby. That's my guy. <laughs> it's my favorite guy in the network. I don't care what anybody says. Fuck, fuck Dean. Fuck Locke. Fuck Doug. Douglas is my guy. That's my, that's my, that's my forever ever. Huh? 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 That's right. So for Blackball, that's Douglas Connors. I'm Ryan Lindley. And yeah, this is another casual Friday. Right here on the Cryer Media Network. And we'll see you next week. you stopped singing or you stopped dancing and singing what happened i thought we were gone (laughs) (laughs) i thought you had just left me on my own i thought the show was over (laughs) you gotta do it again scratch my butt For Black Bolt, I'm Ryan Lindley. That's Douglas Connors. Have a great evening.
do did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast at nbc sports Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.